right, guys, welcome back for another podcast. Today we have Drs. Christina and Lauren, so here we go. you guys right. it was like the entire summer right. uh which what a summer yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah what a we summer we were literally just talking about how we don't remember anything that I actually know. happened <laughs> and it seems like forever ago yes I, I don't know yes yeah and so yeah that actually i think is all kind of the topic of conversation because like um i mean because you guys really which still blows my mind because to me it just seems like yesterday but you guys were again the first class of the house mentorship system like the, the like at yeah. Michigan State right you know or at least when we were still trying to get that going and whatever it was going to be defined as then to how it's being defined now um but yeah that's I think it's just I, I, again I, I think it's wonderful that you guys have come here and are working full-time and that kind of stuff but I just really want to pick your brain <laughs> on all of that because there's so much perspective that you guys have that you may not know that you have, but you absolutely have. Yeah. Like as veterinary students to then first grads and then now coming into, again, almost a year out where now you're gonna have other younger veterinarians around uh, yeah. Brianna. Cool. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you guys are the seasoned veterans, right. you know? Oh. <laughs> Sorry to everybody. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, it's just, it's like just picking your brain on that, um, you know, in a, in a, in a recorded way, uh, you know, is, <laughs> you know, just going from, uh, that, that transition, because for, for us, I know the growth that we've had as a business, you know, back five years ago, you know, when we were just starting to be like, we have to, you know, integrate with students, you know, mentorship, all these things. A lot of it was ideas then. Um, and we knew that we had time to kind of develop these little things as we went through the years because we knew it wasn't realistic that you're going to start a program and it's successful year one. Right. Um, right. But I guess, yeah, I mean, coming into now, you guys both having ridiculously successful procedures in the last <laughs> month, like yeah. that's for me, <laughs> for me, that's full circle. Like that's yeah. that's the end of it. Like right. you, you're doing it. So, which is, I mean, it's something to be incredibly proud of, but like, yeah. So like, take me, I guess, through that like experience as far as, you know, what we kind of talked about, if you can remember back like in school to then like the hesitation or even just like, not hesitation, but maybe just like concern as new graduates kind of coming into a new um, profession, I guess, or new industry or new job. And then where you are at now, because yeah. it's, I think it's substantial <laughs> difference. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we were just talking about this again today, how we all got started just with PAW. I mean, we met you during our first year of vet school. First year, not crazy. knowing anything, what we no. wanted to do, <laughs> yeah. no idea. You came for a talk. We were like, do we remember what the talk was about? Not no. Do you remember what the talk was about? Uh, it was my first uh, iteration of the industry overview. So okay, the industry okay. overview was That's in circles. Like, and yeah, yeah, yeah we nice. thought it. Yeah, okay, we thought it was industry related. Cause we're like, wow, like this is awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. so passionate. Like, Whatever you said, it just like clicked. Like it's like that's what we're looking for. Yep. Out of a practice. Yeah. Yeah. But you were talking about externships for like third and fourth years, and we were in our first year. Yeah. And I think we both just had these thoughts separately and then had come together like yeah. just we were hanging out later and it just came up in conversation and we're like, 
Yeah. Let's reach out. Let's see. Let's like see what happens. Yeah. Maybe he'll let us come up in shadow for yeah. a week. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not normally that, like, direct about things. So I definitely think it helped yeah. that it was kind of both of us right. so having that thought. We were able to kind of push each other to do something that I don't know we would have necessarily done, especially going to a di- none of us are from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. it was a completely different yeah. place. Yeah. Like, Same. everything was different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This yeah. place is great. Oh, I've I been here it. my whole life. I love it. Right. Yeah. No, it, it fits. Per- the shoe fits. Yeah, yeah we're, I'm oh, good. it does. Yeah, right. I'm good. You would have never good. known. Right, yeah, but. no, you would have never known. Yeah. So like, uh, so on that one point, so just saying like, it just sort of clicked. I mean, even then, like, what do you remember? I mean, it's a long time ago. Right. But I know. It's just like, it was just the feeling. Like, I know. It just, That's all I like think. I said, like you, whatever you were saying was just like aligned with, I think our idea of like a just, practice, yeah. like in that we'd want to be a part of just like the community of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The and industry. the change that we were seeing in the industry that you were seeing too, that a lot of people weren't yeah. having worked at other practices that were just kind of stagnant or they've always been that way. Like yeah. personally, I had worked at a few of those and it was just like, wow, like this guy like sees change and that's awesome. And I didn't even know that was a thing that could be happening, but <laughs> yeah. this seems like what I want to be a part of. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, and that's what I was kind of curious about. Cause I mean, honestly, there's always going to be a way in which you can connect with someone, you know, and I've, often been told that like uh i have a way just the way in which i talk i have i i I motivate people and to me it's like okay that's kind of a cool like superpower to have but like (laughs) you know but it's like kind of like why like what what is that you know what is that connection um but and that was kind of my curiosity is how many sort of like other experiences did you have to sort of be the you know like litmus test you know like well this is what it was before he's at least kind of talking this way um and i mean just on that sort of like backstory because i mean I mean, I'm just trying to think how long ago I would have had other experiences at other clinics by the time I had gotten up to vet school. But was it like really robust? Like, did you guys have um, like kind of like a diverse experience, you know, like like a couple different clinics or shelters or did you kind of have? Yeah, I I guess I wouldn't say mine is too robust, but I did a lot of different things. So I was at. Um, like a couple different hospitals in different roles. Like I was kennel staff or I was uh-huh. receptionist. I also did like time at Petco or like sure. at a horse shelter. I don't know. It, so it was a little diverse. Just got it around. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was me. But. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, yeah, I did shelter stuff. I did an internship there. And then most of my stuff was like a surgical sure. stuff yep, yep, in yep. Chicago, mm-hmm. which I think was more kind of what we talk about, like the 1% of, of kind of clientele. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah. So I had a little bit of that perspective. So I think a bit too kind of what you were saying was more like trying to hit that middle 60. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's yep. right. That, that's one of those, of people, like, so. that idea I think is one that just because you and I have said the words middle 60 for five years <laughs> and you've said it for 10 years before that, like, I think we get, we've to, we're to the point that we just take it for granted because it's just, it's just who shows up and it's yeah. who it works best with. But like, um, I mean, does that really, do, I mean, I know that it doesn't really exist in that way outside of this setting, but how is that kind of translated with you guys? Is that something that's like solidified or are we kind of full of hot air? Oh, no, I would say it's, it's pretty accurate. I mean, you just never, you can't really judge anyone who walks through the the door. Like you can kind of like look on there and be like, oh, they mark cash. But then they're like, yeah, I'll for like a (laughs) $2,000. I brought the cash. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 But it's just trying to, I think, be not judgmental of anyone who comes in. And it's like, here's 
potential yeah. things we can do. And if you have a limit, like what can we do? Yeah. Yeah. Right. In that. Tell us up front. Yeah. <laughs> no. How is that translated to the medicine portion though? Like, do you guys find that that's like inhibiting at all? Cause like, you know, if, if, especially if you worked in a 1% setting and, and honestly, like having worked in a university setting, we can all acknowledge that's right. a 1% right. setting. Right. Yeah. Um, how has, I mean, I know that the first three months was just figuring out how to use the right words with people. Right. Uh, was that a big part of it? Kind of how have you integrated the reality of, you know, inhibiting factors, financial bond spectrum, that sort of stuff into your medicine? Yeah. Um, I mean, it can definitely, it definitely is challenging at times, especially mm -hmm. like the money portion too, but I don't know. I kind of, I like that and I like the challenge. I mean, mm -hmm. every case is different. Exactly. It's like, well, this is what I'd want to do gold standard. Like this is yeah. what I think should be done. And it's like, well, we can't do that. Okay. Then I need to rack my brain more, like trying to think more outside the box. Well, if it was this, like, what could I do? Or, okay, yeah. well, we just need to wait a while, come recheck. So, I mean, it has been challenging, but I think it's pushed me like better in mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. So I think we've, more had a lot of conversation me and Carlo about like just doing clinical medicine yeah. which then I think when you kind of hit some of those financial limitations you're just leaning more into that it's just moving away of kind of the gold standard of diagnostic portions and just saying all right well what is the animal exhibiting what can I do treatment wise to alleviate right. some of that and use that as a diagnostic then too yeah right yeah the success or failure of therapy as right. part of that yeah right. that test how about like um, sort of like coming out of that university setting and then with the expectation of coming into practice and then sort of that three month onboarding to then that perspective, both of you guys just shared like, you know, I like the challenge and okay, the clinical medicine and you know, that type of perspective. How, how, <clears throat> how do you think coming out of university you were prepared and then coming out of the three months of onboarding that we gave you um, or that we did together, not that we gave you, we did it together. Yes. Right. Um, is how, how do you think the steps of preparation did? Because uh, that's one of the things that we've kind of been addressing a little bit with our uh, like veterinary student audience mm, is yeah. kind of this idea between like book smarts and street smarts, right. you know, is just yeah. like, all right, yeah, university, you're going to cram all this stuff in. But um, as far as the preparation of what we call day one ready, you know, is saying yeah. in that preparation, how do you guys think coming out of school into practice to then coming out of the three months like I guess that that growth in yourselves have you have you changed your perspective on how to perform medicine you know into that middle 60 percent or do you feel like that was something that you were equipped with coming into the job um oh, yeah, yeah kind of how has that transition gone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay well I mean we were talking about day one ready is not a <laughs> thing <laughs> <laughs> not a thing yeah yeah <laughs> It's Definitely. a blatant lie if you take that as just like <laughs> the statement. Yeah. Right. yeah. What, do you, what do you mean by that though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Why, Define, why I mean, is I day think, one ready? Yeah, we, we have, just so you know, we had four different definitions last week on day right. one ready. I was gonna say, you so, have to actually define it. Like, yeah. If you're day one ready, yes, is kind of what you said. Like you're just equipped with kind of yep. where you should go to find that knowledge or just kind of a, yeah. basically yeah. the attitude of, of mm -hmm. continual learning. Yeah. Then yes, you're you're. Yeah, right. quote unquote, quote day unquote. one ready. Yeah, right. yeah, mindset. But day ready. one ready, when you just think about that, it's like I'm gonna come out and be a doctor and be on my own and, and right. know, know all, all the, the surgeries, things. Yeah, do everything. Like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> school, no. Uh -uh. Um, <laughs> we just didn't get enough. I mean, it's it's hard. It's not like school's fault or anything, but we just didn't get enough yeah. of 
being a doctor at school, it was always, we were the students, so we were just kind of tagging along. And then when you're like, okay, now we're working and we're throwing us into it, we're the doctor. We have to have all those hard conversations. Yep. We're put in the seat. We have to look at the blood work, make the decisions. Like yep. definitely like just no way to be prepared for that right out of school. No. Like we just didn't have enough no. of it. Yeah. Because yeah, in school you have your safety net of like your residents and your clinicians, which yeah. you should. Yeah, of course, you of should. course, yeah, uh, need to. Yeah. Yeah. Need to. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, it just depends then on where you're kind of at in your first job. Like if you don't have kind of a transition then out of that safety net to like a mentorship to be in on your yeah. own, it's definitely a lot more difficult. And I think you kind of touched on. I mean, the main thing is communication, which yeah. there's no way to really teach that in school until you just. Do yeah, you just have to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, the, the unfortunate part about learning how to talk is the only way to learn how to talk is to talk. Right. And yeah. Like, yeah. Just get the experience. Yeah. And, and the and the other thing too is you know considering some of the more behavioral variables that I know that we work with, like the industry itself attracts typically introverts, mm. which I think is really Hi. interesting. <laughs> right. Right. There's one. I mean, we found right one. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Not only is it hard to learn how to talk, but also I don't necessarily want to talk. Right. Like I really like thinking. I really like the science of this, but now I have to use my voice and use my intelligence and translate these things to someone that has absolutely no freaking idea what I'm talking about right. into something that's actually a solution. Like not only do you have to do that in a setting that is limited in resource, but also limited right. in intelligence. And like, the, it's such a, it's a, it was a fascinating thing to watch as an out, like a true outsider of like, I've literally never done any of this. And to see, especially those first couple of weeks, it was really fun to watch you guys just come back and like, just say the words back to yourselves. Yes. <laughs> and it was like, I, I see learning happening yes. and it's yeah. literally out loud. Yeah. It was pretty, right. it was pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah, and I'll <clears throat> to kind of uh, pitch uh, tier four of our education system just a little bit um, is I always kind of laugh at that idea of, you know, introverts, like I don't like really want to talk like the way in which you talk less is you move into teaching. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like, and it, it's not that you're necessarily talking less overall because you're still talking, mm -hmm. but the level of separation is no, well, now I actually can pass on what I have and help those that come after me. That's, that's both of those parts of tier four where it's individual, individual advancement or industrial advancement, where it's just like, that's why I keep like pushing you guys into being like, Hey, it's almost one year. Right. Like you're almost the old guys on the block. Like we're almost there. Right. And it's like, yeah. but that, that's actually what I'm like trying to push your brain into is being like, no, you actually have the skill set. You have, you know, more than you are. I hope you are aware of all of it, <laughs> but most likely is that you need to be more aware of what you have to actually provide the team beyond what what you're currently doing because I think even today tonight we talked about it one of the other um, things we were doing is it's like there's certain things we just take for granted here yeah you know like we actually we have such well not pure process and protocol like there's process and protocol we always try to grow it's not perfect but it, it's it's pretty good um, but we take for granted like our estimate process, you know, to like invoicing, to checkout, you know, to all these other fundamentals that we don't have to deal with. Yeah. And I, I can, I, part of it is, yes, we need to have an efficient process. We need to have clarity. We need to make sure that people know expenses. We don't want to spend more money. Like I, I hate taking money away from like kids. I mean, I, I don't, I don't like that kind of thing in kind of these struggling households. Um, <clears throat> but also I don't like having conversations about money. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So it's right. like, it just built yes. a company where I was like, all right, let me just hire a bunch of people who will do it for me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's like, yes. you right. know, but it's more efficient to do it that way. It's more efficient right. that we sell people more on the idea and the justification of why a treatment is necessary, why a diagnostic is necessary. And then, like you said, they mark, or like you said, they mark cash on their form and they're just like, well, actually, I do have other ways that I can pay. Mm-hmm. Um, you have really provided value in your guys' service. This is what I would like to do. So it's you're exactly right. A part yeah. of it's not judging the book by the cover, but but again, yeah, I right. kind of make a joke about not wanting to talk more, you know, like because when I when I had started here, it was doctors did a hundred percent. It was insane. Like we had to build our own estimates, we had to put our own charges in, we had to you know have the whole financial discussions. I mean, all of that stuff like MSS does, like we had to do. Like uh-huh. Trevor and I actually, and Bruder a little bit, and Annie some. I think that's probably getting up to our, our last like group, you know. Yeah. But it was like that was a big part of our day. So like as doctors we'd spend so much work on estimates and all these types of things. And like everyone just be standing around, you know, they'd be like, okay, well doc, did you get that estimate signed yet? Can we do this? You know? And I'm like, but I, I got 10 other patients I got to do. Like, can you guys just go get this signed for me? You know, but, but yeah, as introverts, that's how we end up (laughs) talking less in time as we just farm out those things. Um, But more importantly, they are incredibly important roles. Like, and that's, I think the other thing that I really try to pitch all the time is it's not chuck off work. It's like, no, this is actually super important. I want people who are better at it than me doing it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, very grateful for that system. Yes. Yes. We have, yeah. Just yes. coming in, just trying to be a doctor and like yes. know the medicine and talk to people about the medicine and well, not it also I money. think <laughs> saves some of our yeah. time to just be like, all right, I'm gonna stop this conversation now, go get you this estimate so I can go work yeah. on the next patient. Exactly. Right. It's more and efficient. Because otherwise, like, I don't know, like if people talk to the doctor, quote unquote, like they just ask other questions yeah. and do other things and then you're doing a whole nother consult. And yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Right. Yep, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, all all efficiency and and that's I think why, you know, we pitch fulfillment so much, mm-hmm. you know, and really that toppled hierarchy, you know, and of course we talk about, you know, planning and all these different types of things. It's like if all of us in the entire organization is focused on educating caregivers and serving the patient, that our whole purpose is to, you know, reduce unnecessary conflict and improve process overall, like as long as we're all doing that, we just have different jobs, you know, and it's like once you topple that hierarchy and you actually get people hired in for that, you onboard them for that and they're fulfilled doing it. That's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm just as excited that they're excited about their job as I'm excited about mine, you know, right. and that's uh, that's that that I think has been very fun for me over the last five years of ownership is to see kind of the old ways transition out. Um, and for me, it's like, cause I'm so like um, pictorial in my head. Like I have already s- like seen those things and now that they're actually like coming yeah. to be, I'm like, well, obviously that's the way it should have been, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> duh. That's how it was in my head. Right, yeah, that's how it was in my head. And, I, and like, it's just very like comfortable, but to see that actually happening, I think is something to be very proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where it's, you know, bringing, bringing young professionals onto the team where it's just like, hey, I don't remember what he said, but that actually kind of makes sense. I'm like, I don't remember what I said either. <laughs> but uh, it definitely it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it worked and it definitely made sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess, you know, the coming out of um, kind of that summer. So, you know, the big thing we try to talk about is onboarding. And we do onboard everyone a little bit different. We mm-hmm. kind of fluctuate that with time. Like CSS, we used to onboard for just a week, but now we're actually kicking them up to two weeks. And we're talking about MSS. We're actually going to cross onboard where one of the weeks they're going to cross board uh, onboard is CSS. One week is MSS. So there's different ways. We always kind of just grow 
grow and develop those things as they come. Um, but really, honestly, uh, Dr. Kenny was the first one that we had done a strong side-by-side onboarding with as a pure experiment. And like everyone laughs at me all the time because I just say that everyone's an experiment. But like it is, <laughs> but it's strategic planning and, you know, anyway. It's science. It's science. Um, but anyway, so, you know, with then... Um, you, you know, you two and then Rhiannon kind of coming on to then really experience. It's like, no, we have to do that. Let's really try to lean hard into it. Um, what would you say, like from a growth curve standpoint, as far as what you had experienced in that three months to now be six months past that, I think probably roughly, yeah, yeah something like that. There, yeah. yeah. Six yeah. months past that. Yeah. Um, how do you think that set you up? for the last six months having that experience in the first three months versus the four years of college before that. <laughs> right. Um, so like what he had said before, yeah. like day one ready, eh, not really a thing. I think it was huge. I mean, yeah. in the moment, it was definitely difficult to appreciate, I guess, but looking back, like yeah. those three months was, just, was just huge. Like we, yeah. I think we both had like a good mindset going into it which helped I mean that mm -hmm. was like our day one ready even though we yeah. didn't have like all the experience but yeah. we did so much in those three months I mean even within our first week it was like we're going in on <laughs> you know consults ourselves like we well, just have to do it it was more of a plan but then the summer happened uh, yeah. yeah and then yes. it just kind of was <laughs> yes. yes we're gonna still be back there behind you but yeah just please go do but you have thing. to do <laughs> yeah yeah yes. just, yes. yeah right yeah but yeah but, that I, that helped it a lot helped. absolutely yeah. So much, yeah, and just know. I mean, and yeah, like you and Katie were obviously the kind of setup mentors that we had, mm -hmm. but I think it was also just coming into that the entire staff yes. was on board yeah. for teaching and yeah. being patient and doing yeah. whatever. All the other doctors, MSSs, CVTs, exactly. CSS, I leaned on like everyone a lot, yeah. so much, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I think that kind of leads to a. Uh, another thing we take for granted though in that toppled hierarchy and like posing the scenario of you know if you guys are in that first three months imagine that you're in charge of all of those other roles right you know like the the amount of stress that i that you can imagine that that would have created just out of complete unnecessity right yeah right uh it, as a means to gather power yeah. for no right. freaking reason yeah, right just, like I, yeah. I can't i can't imagine a scenario where that actually exists yeah like you like you said it, it kind of comes out of experience like day one ready can't exist because you don't have the experience to be day one ready right right but in these other clinic settings where there is this hierarchy like you go from you know the dirt on the bottom of the shoe to the head honcho like yeah. that's too yes. big of a shift right yeah. not Baby reasonable steps. Yeah. Steps. and even just if like coming into like a bad environment like not even just being the head honcho yeah. but coming into a place where other people yeah. aren't treating you right or yeah. like i couldn't even imagine i think i take that for granted a lot too like we yeah. came into a really good environment where everyone was willing to help us and like yeah. really work as a team, which yeah. I couldn't imagine that not being the case. I wouldn't have survived. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I couldn't survive. No, none right. of us could. No. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> not good. No. Like it would it not no. be. It's just already so stressful. Like you have long days, yeah. a lot of like emotional cases and things going on yeah. that like mm -hmm. you yeah. don't need that from unnecessary conflict. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you 
don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, again, another thing that we take for granted, you know, and it's true. Like, I mean, the, the unnecessary conflict component, I just, I, I, I'm happy that it's no longer a significant portion of the story for us. It's still going to exist in some capacity. Well, yeah, it's, it, it's just exactly. And I think whenever we do have that conflict, like we have a group of people that are at a point now where if we have to do case reviews, if we have to do after actions, um, if we have to do those type of like accountability tools and mechanisms, like it's not, it doesn't make it worse, I guess is one way of putting it, you know? Yeah. So actually Lauren, I think you were on two, weren't you? Were you on two after actions or just one? Just one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. For some reason I thought it was two. So yep. let's actually kind of like lean into that and saying, you know, it was, it made it so much easier not having poor culture. Right. Um, let's talk about culture management. So having, cause I don't think you've been through, no, I don't think no. you've even had any case reviews either. No, I'll, You've had case reviews. I just didn't tell you about them. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, so, yeah. Don't say that to her. <laughs> I know. That's why Here comes the paranoia. <laughs> it's like the aorta joke uh, to make during surgery oh, all over again. God, I know. She's like, it's okay to tie it off. I'm like, don't worry. It's not next to the aorta. And it's yeah, just, like, just make sure you don't poke the aorta. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, not the time to make the joke. But actually, we talked about this in surgery the other day, is that like I have to make those jokes to let my like energy out. Uh, like I get too bound up if I don't, but then it's like a transfer. You put it on other people. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I let it out, and then Christina just takes 100% of it in, like, holy shit, I'm, I, listen, stupid, I know I'm not by the order, but why would he make that joke? I'm not by the order, but why is he making that joke? Right. Obviously, I gotta be close to it, am I supposed to the stitch right now, and I'm just like, Overanalyzing ah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> you know, and it's I'm not right. Help you. It's not right. Like it's not appropriate thing to do to pass that on to someone else. But like, I need to get that out. Right. Like, yes. It's got to come out. Uh, anyway, accountability tools. Because uh, it sounds like we may have just identified an HR issue. Yeah. I hope Annie's not listening. Uh, <laughs> right. Hi, Annie. Right. Um, is then, so then to say the after action. So um, I actually, as a, as a positive note, um, I, we have another after action I want to do on that one case. But anyway, the um, inter after action that you had. So yeah. whenever we talk about after action, so we talk about accountability tools. After actions can be done when the results were desired or undesired, if it was a positive outcome or negative outcome. So the ones that you kind of been in on, yeah. when the email goes out, after action. Uh, you guys have to be here on this date, available, Zoom, in person, whatever. Fill out this questionnaire, yep. time for after action. Oh, yeah. Uh, take me through that. I was sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. The from when you get the email to then going through the after action to then coming out of it. Yeah. So your perspective before and your perspective after. Yeah. So when I, I guess, first got the email, I was like, oh, like I've heard of these, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I might have even texted Molly and been like, I'm being like, I'm being a part of one of these. And she was like, calm down. Yeah. It's fine. Like, you'll be fine. It's good. Yeah. And so, yeah, so nervous. I think I was at the shelter that day. So I was like rushing home. Like my yeah. laptop wasn't working. Everything was a mess. I think I had to do it on my phone. Like, yes. but it was fine. But no, I actually really, I guess in a way, like enjoyed being a part of it because it was just, yeah. it was nice to see it. Yeah. It definitely was a case that several things had happened, more like miscommunication, obviously nothing anyone's meaning to do, but that's right. affecting the case as a whole and we need to be aware of it. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, it was like two, three hours long, something like that, but yeah. a lot got accomplished. And yeah, doing like the questionnaire beforehand was really good. It helped me remember a lot of things and things that I was like, oh, I needed to take, like, I need to take responsibility for this or yep. I just wasn't aware of it. This is a question I need to ask. And it helped me learn a lot. And with my next cases, I yep. think it 
they're like awesome. I'm really happy that that's something that we do. So yeah, it's. I mean, you thank Ben for that. You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes. <Woo. laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. How arduous it was to be like, we should do this. As yeah. I'm sitting in an office on the other side of town, and I'm speaking with these guys once every other week at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah. we have all these problems, and I'm just like rooting around on my laptop, like, what can they do? Right. What can yeah. they do to solve this yeah. problem? And then yeah. I ended up on the Marines website. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, they should do this. This is this is yeah. it. And this was before I had read anything from Jocko. Oh, this yeah. Was like, yeah. This was just like, I need to find some sort of solution. Yeah. And that one, so the after action, um, what came about long before the forgiveness model actually Oh, yeah. Was, forgiveness was further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I, which I actually thought was kind of an interesting sequence of events because yeah. um, one thing that's you guys you were you've been exposed to paw health for years but it's been in those little short spurts and now it's obviously full time but um one thing that's pretty interesting about it is there's so many things that um you know when you look at the industry overview there's so many problems that it's really really easy um or has been to be reactive to problems because there's just so many things that like so many issues to solve so many things to do yeah. and can the, never catch up yeah. the implementation of the after action was well we have a lack of accountability and like we don't really know what that is but we know that we don't have it so how do we just start to engage these conversations in the first the at least the first one that i was a part of um as an employee was at the city house um, oh, it was at Kenny, Molly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that one took like four and a half hours. Correct. It was a long one. <laughs> and everyone was in person, right, pre-COVID. Yeah, We're all just yeah. sweating in the city yeah. house. Yeah. Um, the one, and, I think one of the girls was on opiates. Like, she was like after surgery. So she like oh, fell asleep during right. the meeting. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. totally yeah. forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. I definitely remember that. Uh, uh, she was, then, then she got fired a couple weeks later. Yeah, not yeah. because, not of, because that. of that. Oh. Had nothing to do with that. Okay. Completely unrelated. Completely unrelated. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. just called anyway. her job a bullshit job. Yeah. And yeah, she saying. didn't value her job as CSS and called it a bullshit job. And I was like, you can't work here anymore. Right. She was yeah. fired. Yeah. Within two hours of yeah. that statement oh, yeah right. yeah yeah because again uh, like i value every position in our organization right. like to the nth degree yeah. and it's there like no bullshit job <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 no no there's no. so much work right. <laughs> yeah, yeah but anyway so the after um, action so yeah the, the 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 cool part about that though is like just that generation of accountability and you know you guys have fortunately not had to go through like the building process so i'm actually glad that it worked the first time because the first few times um especially in the smaller group settings like you and i talked on the phone for hours after them yeah of like well this didn't go right and this didn't go right and this didn't go right and it generated a bunch of tools out of it and then case reviews came around yeah and yeah. all of these things that kind of built up to what the ERT is and now is shifting again. Yes. Not a ton, but yeah. definitely and Completely enough. redoing the whole sections one and two. Yeah. And that yeah. Just, there's yeah. just that phrasing makes yeah. me want to <laughs> die. But um, I'm glad that it, it kind of translated because um, yeah, that, that was... It, again, it's something that we kind of take for granted yeah. because of the f- just the fact that we yeah. spun that wheel so yeah. hard. Well, and that's and that's I think what we're trying to at least get the message out on is I, I think you know it, we're, the, the veterinary professional is actually a very unique person because we're heavily rooted in science, right? Mm-hmm. But none of us are in in human science. 
right? I right. mean, that, that's that's kind of a unique thing, right? So for yeah. me, you know, again, we like I said, we, we trend more towards introverts and so on and so forth. But like, honestly, there's a huge creative part of our job. You know, a big part of it is creative, right. like abstract thought, like to be like, I mean, yeah, we really did learn all of those species. Like we really did. Right. Like we took a national <laughs> right. board exam on it and like it happened, right. you know, yeah. so to be able to kind of like extrapolate that thought of all these different body systems into multiple species. I mean, we can talk about how amazing veterinarians are. I mean, obviously we are, right. but like, so when you look at it from, you know, sort of this, this kind of creative type thought and say we're, you know, creating the after action and we're creating all these different tools, there's this natural tendency for us as veterinarians to be like, all right, I'm going to take this process and I'm going to change it. And that's where for us, it's like, no, like really, like we figured it all out. Like we have the answer, yeah. like we have the playbook, yeah. you know, and that's the, kind of what we're, uh, we're redesigning the website. We have a whole video series that we're creating and so on and so forth. And that's like the whole thing we're pushing out into the world now is like, here's the answer. Like yeah. everyone can just have it for free. I don't care. Like the whole point is being the force of change. And it's like he's saying, it's like, we've gone through the struggle of what these things are. And we had just done a, um, for the, VBMA in Michigan State nailed it. Yes, uh, there we go. <laughs> All right, um, is that we just had a whole thing on strategic planning, and it's like, well, you know, to talk about traction, like traction is actually how we started strategic planning. We started with traction. We don't do traction anymore. We do kind of like the yeah. paw health like version of yeah. traction on strategic planning. Yep. So that's when we talk about the after action. And to say, yeah, that's the whole point is there's there's two things I want to point out that I don't think that you actually realize that you said within this podcast is that um, what you said about the university is it's not their fault. Yeah. That's because you're accountable. <laughs> so the, the first thing that you can say is, well, I didn't learn these things and I wasn't day one ready because it's the university's fault. And you're like, well, it's actually it's not their fault. You're like, well, it actually has to do with experience and like the caseload was actually exposed to. That's critical thinking. That's systems thinking. That is something that when we talk about strategic planning, that's the accountable type thing. But when we start to hear, like, like if we interview students or if we have new hires, it's like, you know, or we have new hires uh, right out of school and they're like, well, I don't know this because school, you know, school didn't teach me that, so I don't know. Like, okay, for me, I'm like, oh, my God, excuses. You know, right. and it's because yeah. it is. It's yeah. like, I actually don't care that you don't know. I just want to create an avenue by which we can learn. Yeah. Um, and that's where, like I said, kind of putting all of that out there, it's like, no, the after action is actually something that's yeah. a tool of learning and that's I guess kind of leading into now where you guys are at in your careers because that's kind of what precipitated this as well as you had that same exact experience <laughs> where it was just like not caution to the wind but it was just like I, I think I think what I uh, let me let me preface this a little bit so we often come across people in our clinical setting and also in our lives that um, they're interpreted as being slow so um, Emily's actually one of them as well, one of our MSS. So she's yep. interpreted as being slow. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between being slow and being efficient. So if you have someone who's slow but never makes mistakes, yep. right. is, that, is that actually someone who's slow versus someone who speeds through it, makes more mistakes, and there's cleanup on the end? So which are we, yeah, <laughs> right. So which are we, which are we interpreting or which are we valuing? Yep. And the reality is we value both. Yep. So you have you have circumstances where you got to just rush through it. You have times where you need to be very pragmatic, um, and that's actually what I really really enjoyed about you three kind of coming on all at once is because I got all of you doing different things. Yeah, we're all different. you know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, so then also it was a matter of pairing you with individuals with whom I felt you harmonized the most. Mm -hmm. um, so coming into the case that then you had managed is yeah. kind of a very similar circumstance where it was like. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Just <laughs> nailed it. Like, yeah. That was so a very kinda, exciting yeah, day. Yeah, take, take me through yeah. that. Because that was like, yeah. that was a fist pump, like, 
boom. Yeah. You know? It wasn't until the end of the day where I was like, wow, that just happened. Because yes. I was just nervous just the whole it. time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a cat. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was like a one to two day history of vomiting, not eating, that sure. kind of thing. Um, cat was like fine. Otherwise, physical exam, no big deal. It was one of those things, informed consent, like we can do x-rays, we can just send home with Serenia and see how the cat does. And the caregiver was like, you know, I just, I really think something's wrong with him. He's not usually like this. Like, yeah. I don't know of him eating anything or getting into anything. I'm not sure, but let's take some x-rays. So um, I can't even remember. I think we did do an EPOC too. EPOC. It was blood EPOC, EPOC barium yeah. for sure. So EPOC was yeah. on the abnormal side and I was like, ooh, all right. We did x-rays i was like "Ooh, also don't like that yes so bad I, right bad, bad <laughs> yes. right yes so i i let the caregiver know and i was like this is where we're at kind of same thing we could do a barium series we could go straight to surgery or you yeah. could take home and see how he does and yeah. she was like let's do barium and i was like okay yeah i had done several barium series thus far and they were all pretty much in made it to the colon yeah. go home and a like, story yeah this one was awesome. Yeah. And Heather was jealous, I will just yeah. say. She's like, I've never had one that's shown up. But yeah. um, we took it like initially right after barium. And then we did like the 30 minutes and then the 90 minutes. There was no difference between the 30 and 90 minutes. Yeah. The barium stopped. You could see the foreign material. I was like, oh, this is this is bad. Yeah, bad. I need to go to surgery. Like it was yep. just one of those like this is what has to happen. Yep. Mm -hmm. And just a shout out to Dane because he likes to mess with me. And yes. just to pair off where you said you tried to pair us with someone that we would work well with. <laughs> I love working with Dane. Yeah. He's yeah. Oh, he's amazing. He, he helped me so much. Yeah. But his little quirks, he he came in and saw that that barium series and I told him he saw it first and I said, Don't say anything. I want to go in there and I want to make my diagnosis. Yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. helps me out a lot, but I was like, let me you know, I want to do it. So I come back out and I'm like, oh, Dane. And he was like, yeah, I thought it made made it beautifully to the colon. Like this cat can go home. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I should not be a doctor. Yeah. Like, what? And he was like, just kidding. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. So he got a lot of flack for that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Very yeah. serious. Like this got to go to surgery. Called the caregiver. I was like, this is what we got to do. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, wow, it's me. Like, I've got to take this cat to surgery. Like, it, yep. it's me here today. Like, let's yep. do it. Yeah. That was my first abdominal yep. explore, which yep. was pretty exciting. And yep. I did it. I did it myself. Did it. You were there. And, uh, yeah, because it was about the time that I had showed up and you were like, I'm going to do this surgery. And I was like, um, you're going to do it? You're like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, go do it. Yeah. You know, like you're not asking <laughs> yeah. for permission. You're just telling me what you're doing. Like, right. Right. <laughs> right. Go. Yeah. You exactly. know? Yeah. And then just nailed it. Just did it. Yeah. And yeah. Then that was it. And it like sewed it up, you know, close it up, sewed it up, tested it all fine. And then it was home. Same thing next day. Yep. So where, where was the actual foreign material at? I believe it was proximal jejunum. I think it was like a cat toy. As soon as like yeah. got it out, past, I could see past the flexure. Yeah, so it wasn't a, a difficult little, area. A little downstream. Somewhere between the stomach and the anus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Small intestines. Yes. Small intestines. Yes. Just a single yeah. laterotomy. Yes. Yeah. Got it out. But as soon as like I saw it was like colorful, like when I told the caregiver what it was, she was like, oh, she's like, I yeah. know exactly what, what that is. is. Yeah. But that was just a really exciting moment because I had done a, a gastrotomy with you before, but yeah. you were scrubbed in. You were kind of yeah. showing me how to do it. Yeah. So when I was in this surgery, honestly, I didn't know was it going to be in the stomach. I, I assumed yeah. it was going to be in the intestine based on the barium series, but I didn't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So when I got in there, I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, I haven't done an enterotomy before. Yep. You had came in. You're like, oh, you got this. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I haven't done an enterotomy before. And you're like, 
oh, do you want me to scrub in? And I was like, no. Yes. And that was a big moment. That's because a huge moment. For me, I'm, Massive. I don't have a lot of confidence. That's yes. one thing I have to work on. But yes. I was like, no, you know what? I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You're here if I yes. need you and to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's exactly what I need, but I need to do it myself. That's mm-hmm. it, man. And I did. That's it. And I you went fucking home. nailed it. It was awesome. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> and then, and then, and then. then. <laughs> Last night, I get a text from <laughs> Christina saying, hey, just to let you know, you girls handled <laughs> a full explore, just to let you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and like, I, honest to God, I was sitting there. I was actually, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was playing video games with my friends when we were on Discord. doesn't matter. So I was like, I was reading it on my phone and I was like, and I, like, I stopped and I just looked at it and I was like, I just set my phone down. And I'm like, they didn't call. <laughs> Like we just did it. Yeah, I was like, they didn't, they didn't call, and like it was another one of those moments where I was just like, like, is it happening? <laughs> like, is it happening? Like, I didn't get that call. Like, we might need you to come in. Yeah, right. you know, or like, what is this patient's diagnosis? Now, don't get me wrong. This isn't an aversion to call. Like, no. if oh, yeah. you need confirmation of diagnosis, oh, if you need God. confirmation of surgery, we will still be calling. Yeah, yeah, of course, all the time. Yeah, please, that's not <laughs> what this like is. The next five years of phone calls. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm not. I'm not disparaging that or discouraging that. What I'm saying is like, good fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> good fucking job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fist bump that. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Didn't even call, handled it, patient discharged, end of story. Yep. Like, that's massive. Yeah. Like, do you guys have any idea from a year ago today? Like, do you... No, this is a massive, massive difference. And, I mean, even for me, I'll say, like, the last four days, I think I've had an abdominal surgery every single day. (laughs) I I have. I've come (laughs) in, I came in over the weekend. That's true, you did, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like a literal like full circle of like the first one just ended up being an explorer, nothing done, but like gotta see pale intestines. Yes, right. Yep. I gotta see some like some abnormality. Yep. Mm -hmm. Next day was taking biopsies with you. Yep. Hadn't done that on my own. I saw you do it like once, like whatever, but gotta do it. Yeah, my mouth, your hands. So it was like, yep, you do it, throw, yep, 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 yep. Monday was the, the the, 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 the nightmare. The, warmth, the nightmare. Yep. And I honestly feel like slightly after that, I was like, well, yeah, it's got to be somewhat easier than that. <laughs> right? We can do anything. But yes. it was also, I think, just like us feeding off of each other. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Heather was there. And so she was like, if you guys want to learn, have at it. Right. Oh, yeah. I'll here. be here. Like, yeah. so we still had yeah. like a Heather's more. Had a, 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 more a net surgery. Yeah, we had in the building. Yeah. But you were like, yeah, I want to do this. And she had like, you had taken the case right. and like, had been walking through it. And I was like, I'll be here with you, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, scrub we'll it, tag let's it. do this. Yeah. But it was like the epitome of like, see one, do one, teach one. Absolutely. Yeah. Of, like, biopsies. That's all so I, was, I like, thought about. Yeah. Yes. Literally all yes. I was thinking about. And I was like, this is completely mm-hmm. yes. full circle. Yes. And just, yeah. I think like. Full circle, one year out of school. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> by the way, that's a quick turn. If, yes. if, if you don't know that math, right. that's really, yeah. really yeah. fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen. No. Like, you did it, but yeah. that was because you worked in an ER by yourself, and you yeah. didn't have a choice. Correct. Yes. Like, it was like, hey, kid, here's a fire. Step in it. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. like, yeah. where this was, like we were saying, like, we had help. Yeah. I mean, we had right. you Heather had... in there willing. She was coming in, you yeah. know, still Yeah, she was popping in. in. Like, are you guys okay? She was like, are you sure? No like, one came out. I know. <laughs> she was like, you don't need me? Like, what? 
right? Yeah. But I mean, we had each other. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I had never done biopsies before. So it was literally see one, do one, teach one so many times. You taught Christina yeah. two days earlier. Yeah. She yeah. taught me during that surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it was like it was yeah, just awesome. Yeah. It was awesome to see. Which is also part of the text why I sent it to you because <laughs> yes. I was like, "If dear Lord, yes, right, if something goes yeah. wrong, something goes I need wrong. you to know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I will not be okay. <laughs> right. And yeah. if you ever look at Lauren taking biopsies and you're like, that's wrong. Yeah. Then it's, I'll, yeah take, I'll take yeah. the blame. We know, we know where it falls yeah, out. <laughs> I'm going to be accountable yeah. to that one. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, uh, so uh, kind of pull the veil back a little bit on the wizard, right? So um, that was my plan. So my plan was when you guys came on yeah. is I'm like, I'm taking a gamble. I'm like, not a gamble on the success of my organization. Like, I know it's going to be successful because I'm... Uh, narcissist but so <laughs> the gamble that i was making was i'm like i bet you i bet you if we invest the time for three months and teach them everything that we have to know and create an environment now it's a five-year gamble right so that if i create an environment where we have the opportunity to succeed we have a team that's rallied around the same cause the same purpose we're here for the same thing and we create this environment where the veterinarian only has to focus on doing veterinary things that's that's that is ultimately what the mm -hmm. what the what the solution is. So we talk about our creating accountability. We talk about um, our collaboration loop and so on and so forth. Is that's why, like I said, I think I'm so full is because that I talked about the first one. The second one is we actually hit success. Is that we collaborated enough times? We moved around enough times. I mean, there's been veterinarians who come and go over the years, but it's like it's still like no, we have the solution. The solution is culture, core values, and direct support. Mm -hmm. That's the solution. So for us, and that's what we talk about our um, on the. Um, uh, industry overview, we talk about the culture and core value section. We talk about our education system. We've put everything we have into those two things for the last five years because I've doubled down. Ben and everyone, we've all doubled down on this idea that if we develop those two things, there's nothing that can stand in the way in the life of young professionals. Like, you two are the success of all, and not to say you two, because I mean, obviously, Rhiannon as well. Like, right, yes. she just has a whole separate podcast coming because we're going to talk to her about working nights and, you know, so on oh, and so yeah. forth. Oh, yeah. Like, so that's a whole different one. A whole one. different ballpark. <laughs> a whole different thing. Um, but that's where you guys are actually, that, that's why, like I said, I, that's the second thing is I feel so full is because you guys are the success of what we have been trying to do for years. Because to be where you're at in five years is totally your hard work. That, that's not the point. You guys have come a long way because you put in the time and effort. Mm -hmm. We just had to set the stage for you to act on. Right. That's that's it. So that's why, like I said, for me, that's the second thing that I realized. The first one is that's selfish. I never have to do surgery alone again. The second <laughs> one is, holy shit, they didn't even call me. Right. Like, didn't even call me. Like, that is so massive, you know, and I'm so proud of you guys. I, I, I honestly, I mean, all of us are, we, we couldn't be more proud. Um, but I mean, that's it. Like that's, if you ever, if you're ever looking for like a certificate, if you're ever looking for a check mark, <laughs> if you're ever looking for a medal, like y'all are, y'all bonafide, like you are it. That is the <laughs> end of it. Any confidence issues you have moving forward, like first year out of school, I guarantee you, you are light years ahead of your classmates. Not that you should ever compare yourself to other no. people. Ah, yeah. Yes. yes. However, oh, if nice. we look at the ability to perform, um, I think you guys have had a meteoric rise in such a very short amount of time. And that was kind of the intent of this podcast. I really wanted you to really acknowledge and be aware of where you've come. 
Right. Like, and that's, and again, all we did was set the stage. I'm not taking any credit for your success because you guys really, there's so many different factors, being accountable, willing to learn, like right. go ahead and have those emotional moments, get the emotions out, but let's focus on what is actually accountable. What can we do to learn? What can we do to grow? Cause the emotions are going to be there. That's going to happen to all of us, some less than others, but like, you know, that's, that's it. I, I like I said, I, I very, very proud of y'all. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, we That's wouldn't have done it without the stage, though. We <laughs> yeah. need sta- like <laughs> yeah. we still yes. needed the opportunity yes. and the chance to be able to do everything and, yes. and grow. I mean, definitely right. not knocking ourselves, like you said. We oh, had yeah. to had to have the mindset, the willingness, accountability. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, if you don't have right, if you don't have the support, support if you don't have the place yeah. to do it, yeah, we would. I mean, I think it. we both struggle with confidence. Is like our oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, one of our biggest things. Yeah, how is that going? Like, because well. <laughs> I, I know, like, we did that thing that I still am trying to, like, artfully create in my head about, you know, but the, um, I had sent you the video of yourself, yeah, right? Yeah, like, like just, talking. Just, I can talk other people up all day. No, that's, that's her, that's her, that, that, that is her solution, is that she is so good at mentoring. Like, mm. she's an incredible mentor. Yeah. Has a hard time when it has anything to do with herself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if she's, met, and that was, I, I noticed that, like, the first three weeks, like, of, of when we were mentoring last summer. Yeah. Like anytime Lauren would ask Christina questions, Just bang, bang, yes. here's all the answers. And I'm like, I'm she like, has this, I'm mentored like, me for the past five years. Yeah. Like. I'm like, I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I was like, all right, that's it. I'm calling bullshit on this whole thing. I'm like, she knows. Uh, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, no, no. But that yeah, is so yeah. true. Yeah. That is you. Yeah, it's a very, it, it it's is. a very unique, it's a very unique thing. Yeah. But yeah. like, but that's you know, we we have um, kind of beat it relentlessly for the last few podcasts about yeah. that um that kind of culture risk right that yeah. low confidence um high competence right yeah um where like you see that of i know you can do this yeah yeah the culture Just risk cultural risk thank you yeah culture risk yeah. of that low confidence scenario but like how have I mean, it's hard to say, like, I feel, like, just massively more confident because it's something that builds up over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed, like, market changes in yourselves? In I mean, you you must have because of, well, yesterday. Didn't call. Yeah. Right, didn't call. Right? So there's something that's <laughs> happening. But, like, I guess maybe a better question is, was there a tipping point for you guys? Was yesterday a tipping point where it's like, Okay, we can do it. Right. Like, uh, kind of. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. How do you, like? How does that? How does that feel? Like, like, like it's obviously. Yeah. I, I think professionally, it will be a day that you guys will probably remember forever. Right. Hopefully, anyways, you know, there will be other positives that you'll also remember. But like, a reason that you'll remember that is because of the emotional impact that you know it, it made on you of like. Fuck it, we did it. Right. It's the same as he shows up five years ago to Lansing, and you don't remember a word that he said, but you remember that he was there, and that right. whatever it was, it was good. It's that emotional yeah. impact thing. Yeah. Like, how are how are you translating that? Like, what? Like, just try and put words to the thing yeah. that doesn't have words. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll I'll say again that it's not. It's something I usually look back on, like, except for, like, the big days. Like, yeah. yes, the surgery, right. certain things like that that are huge yeah. that I'll remember and be like, oh, wow, I was confident. Yeah. But it's usually a lot more I look back on. And I'm like, wow, like, I have grown in my confidence because yeah. absolutely it's something that yeah. both of us struggle with. Yeah. But well, I think sometimes, yeah. too, it's, like, hard to reflect on yourself. Like, I feel like when me and Rihanna were talking one time and she just, like, I think made a comment, like, oh, you do a lot of, like, space. And I was like. I do. Yeah. Like, I don't right? know. Like, it's just like you need someone else to kind of re- like remind yeah. you of like, yes. yeah. yeah. It's hard to like, 
you're so focused sometimes on like where you want to go and like the things that you're lacking that yeah. like yes. it's hard to like stop and be like but where am I versus where I where was? Where have I been? Yeah, yeah. good luck. No. Good. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. I struggled in that a lot, but I actually have kind of forced myself over the past few months to uh, like think back on that. One thing specifically, I remember like coming in, I could not do cystos. Like I could not get yeah. urine. Yeah. I was like, I can do blood draws. Like, and comparing yourself to others, something yeah. that I struggle yeah. with, yeah. especially comparing myself to Christina yeah. a lot and Rhiannon, especially all of us like in the same boat. And I was like, mm -hmm. everyone else is getting these. Why can't I? And now I don't even think of it. It just happens. Like I just, and to me, like I make sure I remember that. I'm like, there was a point where I could not do cystos. I had to have other people come in. Yep. Sure. I'll struggle with one occasionally, but now I like get them consistently. So yeah. I make myself remember those small things because yeah. I do struggle with confidence yeah. a lot. So I'm like, yeah. well, and I think it's, I mean, something important you said, because we always talk, like, where you guys were talking about comparison last time. So I think, obviously, great to be coming in with, like, two of your classmates and stuff, right. because, like, sure, sure. it's a shared experience of, yes, like, yes, yes. hey, we're new, like, yeah. we it's don't know what we're doing. It's not just one of you in a team of seasoned veterinarians. Right, right. it's, like, yeah. beneficial, but at the same time, it's, you're coming with people, like, you graduated, we all graduated from Michigan State, we all started at the same time, right. so it's like, you see them doing something you're not, and it's very easy to be like, well, why not? We, exactly. yeah. we had the same experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, well, I mean, obviously, I there's it? different, but like, same schooling and all that stuff, yeah. so. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's actually why, um, like, I pitch so hard on growth mindset, because yeah. I've, like, I, uh, once I started working with Ben and I started to really actually transition my mind, and that's why I talk about all the time about fixing yourself. You, you know, you step out of yourself into the exam room, out of your exam room, into the clinic, out of your clinic, into the community, out of the community, into the industry. So, like, as I started to kind of make that transition in the last four or five years um, is that I've seen a lot more people in different stages of their careers, you know, ones that have been seasoned, ones that aren't, the ones that are new and so on and so forth. And that's why what we pitch so hard all the time is just having a growth mindset. Because yeah. as soon as you, as soon as you can fix yourself and get out of your own head, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah. but it's, it's all internal. You're like, oh, I started doing cystos. It just happened one day and I don't even think about it anymore. But it was like, there was a period of time where it negatively impacted your mindset. Yes. But mm -hmm. to have then a growth mindset to be like, oh, I don't have it right now, but I will eventually. That's then being like, oh, it actually didn't negatively impact me because I knew I would get it one day. Right. But then if I don't get it one day, that's okay too. Right. You know, that, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but it's hard. It's hard to learn that. So, yeah. I've seen a lot of people through their careers never get to that point where they can ever accept that they won't be good at something. And that's why I actually, truthfully, I joke so much about being terrible at dentals because mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to show vulnerability. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who are like, he can obviously do anything, which actually you had said one time. Yeah. And uh, do you remember what my retort was to you on that? I, I don't. It's okay. It was fun. I mean, I was like, oh. Yeah. But. The only reason, so I, what you had said at that time was, uh, you were just like, ah, oh, but you're just so good at everything. <laughs> and I was like, the only reason why you can say that is because I'm exceptionally good at forgiving myself. Ah, that's Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's it's not, like, you're seeing me at a point in my career where, like, I've made 100% of the mistakes that, you know, well, that's a funny stat. I made 100% of the mistakes that I've made. But anyway, right. so, you know, the mistakes that I made, you don't see that. You know, and but I've I've grown from those. But the for me to say I'm terrible at de at dentals, which I am. That's not a joke. Like I'm terrible at them. <laughs> but it's also very humanizing. You know, to right. be like, there's just some things I just gave up on it. Like I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I just mm -hmm. gave up on doing dentals. Um, one because I 
I kind of didn't want to. Uh, secondly, <laughs> Katie is amazing at them. Yeah. Yes. She's phenomenal. So I'm like, I ain't even reaching that bar. Like, I'm right. only ever going to be subpar I'll be mediocre her. at oh. best. <laughs> Dude, I ain't even breaking the same playing field. It's yeah. like, I play flag football. She's in yep. the NFL. Yeah. Like, like, no, it's, you know, I'm, I'm like the guy on the field who, like, plays flag football with his buddies and tears his ACL. You know, like, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that diverged. So, but anyway, so that's, you know, again, just being like, you know, yeah, there's going to be some stuff you're just not going to be able to get, but the idea of growth mind mindset is I can actually, I, there are some things I will get eventually, or there's other ways that I can help grow the team, right, you know, right. and growing the team may yeah. be uh, individual where I grow myself, others, team one, do and teach one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, one of the things that like kind of stuck to me was like that first weekend or whatever, where it was me and you and Rhiannon, uh, like, uh, over. that was it. And yeah. like when Rhiannon came on, like, I think you were like, hey, you want to like see this case? I'm not even rounding you on it, but do you want to like hear about it? And she was like, yeah. Like, yeah. and we talked and we like collaborated uh-huh. and it was just like, I think just like a pivotal moment of like, wow, we all really are in growth mindset. It's like, yeah. this doesn't even necessarily relate to me. I have nothing to do with this yeah. case, whatever. But like, yeah, yeah, she was yeah I want to learn. Right. Like, I want to learn what you know. Like, yeah. what did you talk to Carlo about? Like, right. about this case? Like, Bingo. what's ideas? There you you know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like we all are like, it's hard to learn everything so it's like oh you had this experience tell me about it so then yes. i can learn from what you learned from that so then if i ever yep. see this down the road like mm-hmm. right yep. we feed off each other a yeah lot and help. yeah yeah for that's sure. that's final phase so my final phase of the plan was to get all three of you <laughs> on the together same yeah yeah well there because that was one of the questions i wanted to ask was like Two days ago was the first day that you guys worked together. Right. And yeah. obviously. Official. Yeah. Offi- Official. Right, yeah. right. Like yeah. you were the two doctors that were here in our doctor schedule. And that's something that I, I saw that and I was like, I really want to know what's going on in their heads. Right. Yeah. Because you guys have been together <laughs> for so long right. and you've yeah. been through so much shit together. And then there's like this kind of like the separation so you can go through your own process of learning and growing and getting your foundation set as a doctor. Right. And then you come back together. Yeah. And like, you kind of already answered the question because of what happened yesterday and just saying, well, fuck it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Right. But like, what's it like working with your best friend? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously over the years we've like learned, I mean, it was not life or death, but studying was like, we yeah. always studied together. Right. So we know kind of the best way to communicate with each other and like how we each learn and yeah. everything. And yeah. we also recognize just emotional yeah. responses right. that we have. So yeah. I think it makes it just... Right, yeah. So it wasn't like a ton, a ton of unknowns coming into it. I mean, there definitely was. Like we never yeah. actually worked together or have been doctors together but we're like well it's got to be similar to everything else we've done right and yeah granted we've only had two days but it's been it's been great really good yeah we were like we say to each other too every once in a while we'll just look at each other and be like we're doing it yeah we really did we did that during the surgery like we literally like fist bumped during the surgery it's been super exciting like yeah, that's yeah. cool. Because yeah. that's one of those things, right? Like um, uh, one of the things that they say, because um, you know, in business schools, don't get into business with your best friend. That's like a traditional, yeah. like hard line yeah. because it'll it has the capacity. How about to, with your wife? Well, we're not we're not gonna go there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I've I've yeah. been in the room with those fights. I, we don't we don't need to go there. Uh, we don't have we have discussions. Those are heated discussions. <laughs> That's how we communicate. Yeah. We're both Italian. It's just very passionate. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, right. both, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, anyway, keep going. So, you, so like, just yeah. like kind of that baseline rule. You just don't do that. Well, the, you know, then you take that and then you root cause it, right? Well, why don't you get into business with your best friend? Well, it's because you don't know how to collaborate when there's yeah. extra variables on the line. Yeah. And I, I think that, and this was kind of one of the things that I was hoping to do with this and because it doesn't happen often enough is to say thank you to you oh. because you the la- the thing that you take for granted because you knew it was necessary but you st- no one was doing it but you said fuck it I'm going to do it anyways is you set the stage because what the stage did is it said okay I can take two people who are best friends and I can literally put them on the floor right next to each other and there's like zero fear between the two of you that that's ever going to create an impasse in your friendship and to go to to have a scenario that um, allows for that type of collaboration is so rare they literally write about it in books to not fucking do it <laughs> <That's so cool. laughs> Book well, we're going to rewrite that book. <laughs> yeah, book. we're going to write so, our own book. So I, I just want to say thank you for your uh. time, effort, and patience uh. because, and yes, you are fulfilled by it, which yeah. is great, but yeah. you're also creating, and, and through the work of you and Katie and yep. all of the countless hours and like discussions, you, you created a stage that allowed something that if in, in um, theory can't happen. And now it's like now it's the only way that it could have happened. So thank you. Yeah, I just yes. wanted to say I, thank you. Yeah, I, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say thank you it's as well. The only thing that made sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so so don't do, yeah. basically don't take your own work for granted yeah. either. And and yeah. you know note yeah. now obviously the footprint's a lot bigger now. So it's yeah. pretty easy to see the the market change that's yeah. happened. But yeah, one, yeah. One of the things that I said when um, uh, when Katie and I were at the gala for um, when we got the young alumni of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, at the gal, you know, of course, everyone's our president, university, or university president, everyone. I said, yep. um, Katie's my lightning rod. So, like, I have a lot of ideas and there's a lot of sparks, but, like, she's like, no, this is where that lightning needs to strike. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, so yeah. it's like, you know, honestly, the everything that it is is truthfully um, impacted and directed almost exclusively by her. I mean, my head, and I mean, that's kind of a, a funny, uh, um, I think is that my head is constant, my head is constantly in the clouds, you know? So for me to be like, yeah, let's do this and this and this and this is like, there was, <clears throat> there's a lot of bad ideas along the way. Uh, but <laughs> there was, yeah, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> they were now, listen, I will say this in my own defense. They were fantastic ideas. They weren't easy implementable. That's, uh, uh, you know, was yeah, my way of right. copying out. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, just, I think there's gratitude all around, you know, to be honest, it's, and that's, I think, I think was the message that I was trying to get out five years ago. Cause I make the joke that when I started coming to those meetings at Michigan state, um, I was writing checks that we could not yet cash, you know, as I'm like, I knew there was going to be, it was going to take us time to develop the things that I knew it needed to be. So when it's like, guys, this is what we're doing up there. I'm like, okay, we have to, and I, I think I told you this before, but it's like when you guys were coming on, um, you know, as, as first year grads, I'm like, all right, we wrote a pretty big freaking check five, you know, four years ago. Yeah. I'm like, we have to, we have to be able to fulfill that. And thankfully all the things fell in place and, and, mm-hmm. you know, now it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of hard work, um, with everyone. I mean, the whole team, yeah, you dude. know, but, 
and, and I, like everybody that's here is just yeah. thankful for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone had to stand yes. up, you know, and now we're all standing up, you know. As we're all sitting down. Yeah, yes. as we're all sitting down. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to yeah. stand up right now? Yeah. Right, yeah, I feel like we do. Yeah, but that's, you know, but again, I mean, I think that's what kind of, you know, obviously we had the VBMA thing tonight, but I mean, that was like a huge part of the conversation was just, I mean, we have the education portal that we're opening up come May, June, you know, on the website. Yeah. I mean, all yeah, these different things to just be like, you know, here it is. You know, like I, I, I make the joke because I mean, you know, for me, I'm one of the dumbest people I've ever met, you know, and it's big part of that is that uh, failure mindset that I had gotten as sort of, you know, so, sort of the negative impact of culture coming out of university and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of self-worth issues there, you know, uh, which again, I've just kind of chucked away over the years, but it's like, you know, there is still that idea that like, I just don't know what I'm doing, but somehow it works. And like, you know, but, but that's where it's just like, well, it's not only up to me. That's the beauty is yeah. that even if I have shortcomings, um, and I think that's when we start to look at that collaborative process, we start to look at strategic planning. We start to look at how you implement these things, you know, the work we're trying to do with university and you know, locally and all these different types of things. It's like, it actually, it's easier to consume knowing you're not the only one eating it. You know, so mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, I'm, I don't actually have to be good at everything. I can just sort of be a human again, yeah. you know, and just yeah. kind of not be great at stuff, but, you know, still have a vision, you know, right. so, but yeah, that's, that's amazing. So, you know, it, it being that it's almost a full year that you guys are into the gig and all that, um, like, what are you looking forward to? Like what's 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 the dream? I guess yeah. now that you've yeah. already kind of done yeah. it. Yeah, you've right. another. I yeah. yeah, I don't know. Keep I don't really know how to word make that it question. This far. Yeah, <laughs> we're just taking yeah. it day Honestly. by day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, I don't. I mean, just bettering ourselves. I guess yeah. every day. I yeah. mean, no matter what, there's always going to be new things to learn, new stuff to do. I mean, that's been the beauty too of working with, uh, like specifically Dane. I mean, he's been out, you know, for years, fifteen yeah. years or more, and yeah. he he's still loves what he does and every day even he's like oh i've never seen that before and i'm like wow like i so love what i do like this is exciting i get to <laughs> yeah. do that for so yeah, many years i mean yeah i work more with janessa and heather but like yeah same right. and they're all willing to like be like well what did you learn about this like mm -hmm. even i'm like you're asking me what? yes what like yeah. this is yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so just honestly just looking just forward to yeah just keeping her going keep it yeah getting more comfortable with surgery more comfortable yeah. with everything and yeah yeah, yeah. What about you? Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I mean, you got 10 million things that you want to do. But like, what am I looking forward to? Yeah, especially with these two. With these two specifically? Yeah. Um, I guess with you two specifically, just being a mentor resource. Like, that's like, for me, you didn't call. Yeah. Like, yeah. my job's done. Right. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. Like, truthfully. I mean, that's, like I said, that, like, and it, it was such a, it was such a, it was, it was betting on green and roulette. Like, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it, it hit. And like I said, for you guys, it's, yeah, just forest green. Yeah. Well, forest green. Yes. <laughs> technically, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think honestly, it, it's, you're exactly what you need to be. I mean, growth mindset, just keep it as it comes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much, uh, much there. Just very, very proud, mm -hmm. you know, the whole thing. So, you know, but for me personally, what, what are my next plans? Well, I don't know. Sleep, like, like, world yeah. domination. Sleep like, and eat. Maybe take a vacation. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I'd like to get to Mackinac again. That'd be mm. nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Katie and I we rented a 
Um, this is actually, she was pregnant with Stella. So that was the last time we had a vacation. So that was like, what, eight years ago? I think something like okay, that. Okay. You're so that due might, for one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. B&B. We spent like a whole week there. I think it was like oh. amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's the only place to vacation. Don't go anywhere else. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I, will, I, I will say one of the things that I'm actually kind of, this sounds ridiculous, but um, one of the things oh. I'm actually excited about is because it's inevitable. It's like the first time that you guys like kind of fall on your face a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's already happened. Oh, yeah. It may have. <laughs> it may it have. hasn't been substantial enough to the point where I've heard all about right, it, right. which means it hasn't been that bad. <laughs> I think Trevor made a comment to me once, I think, over the summer when I was kind of like starting. He was like, oh, like, you know, like just try not to kill the thing. Like, yeah. you know, and I was like, he's like, you haven't done it yet, but like it's going to happen. I was like, well, that we don't no. know of like <laughs> right. I don't know they go home and sometimes you just don't know right yeah, yeah. right I, I I just yeah. for, for for me like I'm just kind of ex- like I'm excited to see the fact that it won't just annihilate you yeah. and right. just the fact that you guys have done you have done so much work in building up your foundation to the point where you know that you can biff you know you can have a big stumbling point and it won't I mean, absolutely paralyze you well that's yeah i mean i i know we're just kind of letting her roll but ah, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i feel yeah. like i'm already, missing something oh, yeah. yeah no as we're talking about it, i'm like this definitely already happened <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but um, uh was uh as you know in it as the afterthought already water under the bridge yeah but yep. yes right good example but, um yeah i had a Humane Society Spay. Mm-hmm. That's we're, we're all talking about this one, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I was looking up. <laughs> yes, this one is, is the up. only one. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some of yes, yeah. Any, but yeah. Any, the other accountable events were nonsense. So yeah, this one. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> Stop it, Carlo. She's not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. 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 Um. But no, it was a space surgery. Did it? Came in the next day for work and. Like, Janessa kind of pulled me aside. Because it hospitalized overnight. It, yeah, because, yeah, it was humane society, so they stay overnight anyways. Yep, yep, yep. She pulled me aside. She, like, sandwiched it in between, like, a bunch of other bad news. So I was like, yeah. thank you. She was like, all right, so this is happening, blah, blah, blah. Also, your spay has a hemoabdomen. We need to go back to surgery. Mm. And, like, all t- and then all this stuff. Okay. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, one, two, three, four. You're like, wait a minute, what was three again? Okay. She was like, don't freak out, but, like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what? Okay, just <laughs> done. But I mean, I think the first thing she had said to me was like, nobody's mad at you. Yeah. I was like, she was like, talk to Lisa. Like, Lisa's not mad. Carlo's not mad. I'm I'm not mad. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Plan to go to surgery. She was awesome because I was like, well, as much as I'm upset about this, which cried, it's fine. You have your first emotional response. It's fine. You have to have it. It was like a first thing. So rock me, which yes, sure. Yeah. Um, but because that's actually, that's one of the big fears as a practicing veterinarian when you come out of school is like in school, they teach you how to do spays and neuters, which I still to this day argue that spays are among the most complex procedures. Yes. We and do. I didn't do one. I did a yeah. neuter. Yeah. And, and they're like, well. that's good. Yep. 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 No. Like yep. in school. In school. Okay. In school. Oh, gotcha. I did like an externship with spays and yeah. neuters. But oh, even, true, true, true. Yeah. But, but those even are... like dogs were like, they were like, that's complicated. Let's. Yeah. You guys maybe small do cats. And yeah. Small cats. And 
like yeah. puppy, like yeah. really small dogs. So okay, so the big dog they ones are know. different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very minimal surgery experience yeah. out yeah. of school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. that's yeah. like the fear, like the panic. Like I've been out fifteen years. Yeah. I'm actually still afraid of a bleeding abdominal spay yeah. fifteen years later. Yeah. yeah, like it's still just un- an ingrained fear. Which again, like I said, I I think it's a very complex procedure to learn when you're in school, if given the yeah. opportunity, of course. Yeah, right. but so that came to fruition yeah so one of her patients actually ended up having you know a bleeding Mm -hmm. you know portion from surgery caught the next morning right right yeah which yeah to me process wise success because it's a team right it's a team it was caught in house by one of our doctors prior to discharge Mm -hmm. it was not just like meh right it's kind of pale yeah it was just like this is a thing and As like hard as it was, I was like, I want to go into the surgery yeah. and like, like I just need. It wasn't even I want to. It was like I need to. I yeah. need to know what happened. Yeah, yeah. I just need to know what happened. Yeah. Growth mindset. And like yeah. everyone was like on board. They're like you know, Janessa was like, I yep. will handle yep. outpatients. outpatients yep. Yeah, Carlo and you were going to do the surgery. Like, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, and honestly, for nice. me, like when Janessa mm-hmm. called me, she's like, oh, "I think there's a hemoabdomen." And I was like, "What's the readings or whatever?" And she's like, "Well, it's blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Nah, I'll be on the way," you know. And she's like, "Well, Christina's gonna be here in like 20 minutes." I'm like, "Just tell her it's fine. It's not a big deal. Like, just we're just gonna go do this thing, and then I'm gonna go home," <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> just, yeah, you know. no big deal. Yeah, yeah. But so then yeah. to come out of that though, so I, I agree with you. That's I like agree. That's so pre- that's kind of cool though. Like yeah. you can you can realize what you cite as like one of the biggest fears yes. installed in every practicing veterinarian right. to not the maybe the one hundred percent fullest extent, but pretty damn close. Sure, yeah. And yeah. then just be like, I gotta fix it. Right. Like right. I'm not gonna it fall into really my shell. A, exactly. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, it was like have have your response. Like you know, have the emotions. Right. Like do that. Yeah. But also, like, nobody really around was kind of, like, yeah. coddling too much, which was kind of, yeah. it was just, like, yeah. this is the step. Like, all right, now we have to go fix the thing, and we're just going to go do it. And, like, yep. right. Yep. And that's, and, and I think that. what I like, I, I think what I like about your perspective on that is when we talk about that collaboration part of a creating accountability is that that is exactly what it is is that it's it's um, reality to ownership and then you go through forgiveness to then solution plan and implementation so mm-hmm. for us it was like you don't even have to like ask for forgiveness we're just like yeah it shit happens right. you know but to go yeah. through that response it was that's when we talk about collaboration we talk about uh, growth mindset we talk about um, you know sort of those levels of accountability you're exactly right like that's what we're trying that's what we teach is it's like yeah I mean yeah you're gonna feel like trash but it's also kind of like but we also have a job to do, right, you know, right. just go do that job, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and that's what it is. So, I mean, I've been making it, I've been making a few snide remarks through most of this podcast about how like, you know, like, well, I don't think I have any, I'm like, well, I hear about them, you know, <laughs> but like, but truthfully, that's kind of the other side too, is when we have these accountable events. So that's a super tangible accountable event. So it's yep. like right. blood in the belly after surgery, accountable event, black and white, right? Yeah, or, right. You know, blood, not blood. So it's like, you know, to have that. But then when we start to talk about case reviews, which we talked about after action, case reviews are another one of our tools uh, that we use to create accountability. So case reviews are more one-on-one uh, uh, 
uh, after action is more of a group. Um, so case reviews, there's proactive and reactive. Of course, reactive is when there's a complaint. Proactive is the see something, say something. So reactive case reviews is typically if we get a complaint or like this case didn't end how we intended it to or whatever. And that's why I kind of keep making the joke that it's like, well, I hear about them. You know, I mean, I yeah. was running almost all the case reviews now that uh, Janessa is the generalist. Like she does more of the case reviews. But like a lot of... Uh, you know, any time that we would have received, and, I, and then truthfully, I make the joke. I don't know that you guys have had any, but I think, um, yeah, <laughs> I think, I've had I think you've had, yeah, one or two. But the but the thing is, is like that's why I was so big on this last surgery with the duodenal flexure, intestinal recession, ectomosis, is like to read that medical record. Is I'm like that is a hundred percent defendable. So anytime we have reactive case reviews, or we have a complaint, or we have some other process where you know caregivers upset, or the outcome didn't meet the expectation, or whatever it is. Um, I, I haven't actually had an accountable event or, or case review where there's actually been a point to teach, like like to actually educate and to grow from. It's like mm -hmm. there actually isn't anything here. All the stuff is written right there. That's pretty much the end of it. And that's actually, uh, which actually we'll have to kind of bring up in Rhiannon's thing a little bit with uh, um, state board complaints, um, is that like that's the whole point when those things come through. Like there, people are allowed to be mad. Like I'm the, hum the human caregiver is going to go through their own emotional response. Mm -hmm. But it's like for me when I do case reviews, it's like if we actually have like if there was a medical mistake made. All right, let's play ball. What's the negotiation? What do you want? You want me to cover this or pay for that or do whatever? It's like that's completely understandable if a mistake was made because well, it's a we can learn from. And it's like, well, how do we fix it? Correct. It, it's it's because uh, it you're. Um, to, to, to not disparage, but to use the word that will trigger you, you're being a little cavalier am, in the way yes. that you're addressing that yes. concern because it's the, you're making light or like no issue out of dealing with those complaints. Sure, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, but it's because it's like, well, it's just the right thing to do. Correct. Like, I'm not going to shy away from this issue because I don't want to make a big deal out of it. It's like, no, I, I just, I'm just going to solve it. Right. There's no, there's right, no right, if, right. ands, or buts about it. So, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't super just bypass yeah. the fact that you're just going to take the issue and face it head on versus yeah. run away from it. Yeah. 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 I suppose. I mean, that, and I guess that's, you know, part of me being who I am, you yeah. know, is I just, yeah. I just always like, like, I, I, I mean, I, again, everyone, Janessa makes fun of me for being a robot and stuff, but like, I mean, I really do have a lot of emotion. I'm just incredibly and meticulously in control of it at all times, primarily because it's only ever about solutions with me. Yeah. So that's where when it's like, yeah, we have the hemo abdomen, it's just like, yeah, okay. All right. I'll quick eat breakfast. You know, I'm just like, ah, I was kind of thinking, right. I, was, I, I thought I was gonna make bacon and eggs today, but I'll just, you know, I'll just quick eat this, you know, like, like for me, it's just, oh, well, that's the solution to this. I just need to drive faster, right. you know, but so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but yes, I, I agree with, I guess, how we started on this kind of uh, spinoff was essentially what's going to happen when you have negative case interactions. And up to this point, any case reviews that would have come through as reactive case reviews from caregivers, there haven't actually, there hasn't been actual, um, points at which we can educate or improve. Right. Sometimes yeah. it's just people like want to just be mad. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's what I've like thought about too, where I'm like, God, do I have any complaints or whatever? But like, yeah. I know I work in an environment where it's like, if there actually was something yeah. that I could, was a true mistake yeah. or, or yeah. something I could right. do yeah. better or learn from. Yeah. Like, We'd know about uh, it. Yeah, yeah. no one's shy about telling yeah. you. Someone would have told us. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. That's what we want. Like, I don't right. want to keep making no. like, Correct. the yeah. same thing yeah. and it yeah. not be yeah. right. So that's or, trust. 
Yeah. Yep. So you're trusting that we are doing our job administratively yep. if there's something that, you know, and, and trust, respect, so on and so forth. But it's, you're exactly right. You trust that if we, there was something we had to address it, then we would. Yeah. And we would. Do you want to know what my favorite example of trust in this room is, though, in the last, like, I don't know, six months? Is when a caregiver's pissed off about a wait time and your reaction to it, oh. you don't give a shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Which is just so not normally like I know. You. People have told me that. And I'm like, do I do that? I guess yes. I do, don't so, I? So, like, <laughs> I my, you know, coming from the fact that that was what I did for so long and having to learn how to say a whole lot of nothing to make people feel better about what's happening. And not to say that nothing's happening, but it's like, yeah. it's not to the full extent that they were hoping. Whatever. Right, whatever. Right. You know, everyone walks into... Uh, our clinic with their level of expectations and I reset those expectations. Yes. That's what CSS does. That job is hard. Yes. And my favorite part about your reaction to it is it's not that you don't care. It's the fact that you trust the people that do that role to the point that it's either they're going to do their job as well as they can and they're going to solve the problem. And when I walk into that consult, it's going to be fine or that person's expectations were insurmountable from the get-go, <laughs> and I'm just going to do my best, and it's just going to be what it is. Yeah. And, 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 like, I think it's, you know, I think you just acknowledge that you take it for granted that you do that, but that mindset is huge in, in, in this game because yeah. you're not going to please everybody. Right. And, you know, early, early on when, um, you know, we were really, when serve the patient turned into serve the patient, educate the caregiver, actually, yeah. uh, that staff meeting, what we noticed was um, when we were losing on educate the caregiver and why it came about was because um, we were um, serving the caregiver mm. and we were actually taking away from educating them on what it took to serve their patient and your mindset of, I don't actually like there's not something about me that's gonna there's not a level of care that's gonna make me react in a way that's gonna take away from serve the patient um like that's massive like that's something that some people will literally never learn and you kind of just like walked in the door with it so good on (laughs) you uh so so i just like you know well let's uh yeah i'm so i'm gonna gonna build on that just a little bit so uh, we typically try not to name specific facebook groups or uh websites or whatever let's just use the acronym (laughs) no i don't think i can i have Uh i have promised myself that i will not we haven't said that those words in a long time (laughs) <laughs> gotcha. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> I got right, just it, I got mute it. that just part. Cut that part yeah. out. Okay. Video Never mind. I'm gonna have to like, blur your yeah, face. Yeah, blur my face. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we um, have talked about so this. So, do you guys follow that group? No. I do not. You do not. Okay. Smart. Okay. It's smart. Um. So, okay, independent of that one, then. So it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. I didn't say what that one was called. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm actually, actually I'm curious about a lot of things all the time, constantly. Um, how about like, do you guys have contact? Because if, if you're not a part of that group, do you ever have contact with other veterinary groups or classmates or other people in the industry? Doesn't matter, uh, vet girl or any of those other ones. Like when those things start to come through, like. Do you ever see or do you ever interpret or acknowledge or identify when pe- like people in those forums are exhibiting extremely extreme victimhood? 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess not not commonly, probably from more like classmates and stuff, I guess. Well, I don't it's just follow fine. a lot, of, yeah, a lot yeah, of Yeah, groups. if it's classmates or yeah, whatever, but too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Most bad stuff that I follow are like memes. Yeah, so. well, right. well, yeah. Honestly, well. yeah. Like, we just need a good laugh. I don't really yeah, want anything yeah, else yeah, yeah, But yeah. I would say, yes, there's definitely like individuals that. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my perspective is, okay, or my question is, or curiosity is, mm-hmm. um, if you have experience exposure to people who like cite this like the paragraph because everyone mm-hmm. toxic vents on facebook mm-hmm. right yes so it's like do you ever uh because this is something that i do and that's ultimately why i had to unfollow the website is like i struggle so hard in reading posts like that oh yeah yeah so I, what's your perspective on that when you read unaccountable posts on whatever platform it is and you're right. like do you think like well, that person just doesn't get it or they don't have the perspective or we don't sympathize. Like, what is your, right. I, I'm very curious because I know how I feel, mm-hmm. but right. yeah. I know how Katie feels. I I feel like for me, if I was, I mean, and this could be me personally, if I'm truly going through like a struggle or something, I'm upset about something or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to just talk to my family and friends. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like when you start posting on social media where a bunch of random people like you know random high school people you grew up with that you're still friends with on Facebook follow like you're just kind of looking for yeah yeah like attention you just want people to tell like feel bad for you and like confirm that like you're in the wrong or like you know you've been wronged or or whatnot right yeah, honestly. Uh, I Yeah, same thing here. I guess I do a lot of eye rolling when I read those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really try not to judge, but yeah, yeah, i got to yeah. be yeah. honest. Like, I'm a judgmental person. Like, yeah. everyone is slightly judgmental. Degree, yeah. But, yeah, I right. guess v- very similar thing and more like I just feel bad for them. Again, yeah. that they don't have a better avenue to right, like seek help or to... something like that. Yeah. So, thank you. That's exactly where I was going with it is the they don't have an actual resource. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I think for me, there's kind of this, there's kind of a, the, the, the industry is significantly in transition mm-hmm. because we have, you know, obviously there's tradition, there's corporate medicine, but, you know, but then you kind of have this like in between group where it's like, well, they've been practicing for like five years, less than 10 years. And they've been out for a little while. They've been disenfranchised, at least in some capacity. Yep. And so what Ben and I have talked about and Ben's actually creating this subjective, objective victimhood. So there are times in which victims are created. So if you're murdered, like you're a victim. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. The law says yeah. you were. Yeah. Right. The, yes. Yeah. Yes. The law says that you are a victim. So okay. I won't go. Well, I won't and and another example, just so it's not like super obscene, is uh, one that you had um, with Sarai, right? So like, oh pro- yeah, protocol oh, yeah. was yeah. missed yeah. to the point yeah. that yeah. like yeah. somebody Grandma's else birthday. had to make a yeah. sacrifice that, to yeah. cover yeah. somebody else's ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's another state where um, it, it's the uh, it is the actual implementation of a powerless state on another individual. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So like victim, even though we talk about like because what we talk about is the drama dynamic. Yep. So we talk about exclusively the subjective victim. Yep. But mm-hmm. there are times when objective victims are yep. created. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So part of where we're at in the industry right now is that there's these five to 10 year practicing veterinarians that it's, there is a blurring of the line between who is an actual subjective victim yep. and who is an actual objective victim. And they we, don't know what to do with it either yeah, way. Yeah, either way. So, um, so that's where, you know, I think what we're trying, you know, talk about being the force of change in the industry and really trying to come forward with like what we're doing and saying like, you know, right out of school, like that's why we're so passionate about integrating with uh, veterinary professionals, uh, nurses to veterinarians at the university level because it's like, let's catch this stuff before you get out. Right. You know, let's try to have a system by which we can implement that which we're doing at Paul Health, which we've been we've been troubleshooting for five years, yeah. you know, I mean. And we right. continue to. Yeah, it never stops, never ends. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that kind of creates an open source to, uh, you know, the management style in general. Um, but, but yeah, so that's where, like for me, when I sort of read those types of posts, which I, I pretty much have excluded them from my life now because yeah. what, what I've ended up finding in the few circumstances that I tried to engage these individuals, you know, is just being like, hey, this might not, you, you, this might not actually be a scenario where we have the entire picture uh, to really validate or sort of argue who is and who is not right. We're just seeing one particular perspective. Right. Uh, I just would just get shit comments every single time I would post that, right. you know, and it's just like, well, what, what are these emotional support groups for veterinarians? Like I understand understand that, you know, uh, you know, stress and, you know, uh, suicide rates and all that kind of stuff. It's very real in the veterinary industry. Um, but I just, I, I don't want to continue to sort of preach paw health, but like, like I think for what we have done in five years to say that like we've kind of abated a lot of that unnecessary conflict and inefficient process. Like, and that was what I said, I was kind of just curious about your perspective. Have you ever seen sort of those rants or toxic venting or so on and so forth and how that settles with you? Cause yeah. for me, I'm just like, ah oh, man, yeah, this person's so far out there. I don't actually know if this professional is able to reel back. Right. right. You know, or how far gone are they? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's more just kind of like a lot of times it's like, what are you actually getting out of that post? Yep. Like, do you feel better? Yeah. Yeah. It was just do posting you it or, or yeah. right. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. and I don't know. It's like, you always think too, like, just like from a professional standpoint, like I would never want to post about a client, an interaction with a client because like, yeah. you don't know the way of the world. I don't know. Like what if that yeah. gets? Oh, yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, once right, it's out there, it's out there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. right. Or yeah. just other people see that and they're like, well, you just yeah. talked about a, a client that walked into your building yeah. mm -hmm. and yeah. you don't know what the client, no. you know, you don't know the exact interaction. Like what if they're just, yeah. obviously they're going to be worried about their pets. Like they're yeah. coming in sick. Yeah. And I've flagged and, on those, on those platforms before I unfollowed them. Um, I flagged a lot of those comments cause I'm like, how do you know the other veterinarian isn't part of this group? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. we like ho hold on here a second here. And yep. I'm like, oh, you're actively disparaging a caregiver online. Like, ugh. Right. You know, so yeah. it's, and again, teach or their own. somebody you work with. Like, <laughs> right. you could be. I mean, yeah. who are you right. talking about in yeah. this post? Yeah. But. Yeah. And I even, um, even just take a little bit of a segue, like any doctors I interact with on the human side, um, I actually ask them questions when I'm in the console and they're here for whatever ailment or whatever. And I'm like, hey, I actually have a question about like hiring and stuff. You know, so like, just, and it's weird. It's not really what I'm there for, <laughs> but it's what I do. Uh, just because I'm curious. Um, but yeah, they actually, same thing. They have uh, employees uh, uh, basically Facebook posting about other employees they're working with. You know, like it, it's, it, it's everywhere, yeah. Yeah. you right. know? So it's, you know, I think, again, one of the things we take for granted is like, 
that doesn't happen here. Right. You know, yeah. but like why? And yeah. it's like, oh, because we have shared purpose, but like why? Right. Yeah. And you I know? feel like anyone that kind of has that mentality doesn't seem to last long. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say that too. <laughs> right. You guys we, have seen a couple. You've seen a couple. Right. Yeah. 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 It just, yeah, yeah it's got to be a, a fit for everybody. If you're not happy for, yeah. at this job, like, or right. any job, I mean, if you're not right. happy where you're working, like, yeah. yeah, that was actually so actually the same conversation that Annie and I sat in the old admin closet um, with the old uh, the x-ray processing room, the old admin closet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Me too. Dude, oh. Sweat box. We were talking to you about that building today and just how we yeah. would be able to do nothing. No, there. No, I would quit. Yes. If we were still in that old building, I would quit. Yeah. There was there was a there was a period of time like the three months that we were out of it, but we still hadn't gotten Memorial Day kicked for three months. That I was like this nostalgic about it. Like yeah. I was like I kind of miss the old yeah. stomping grounds. Oof. And then Memorial Day hit, and I'm like, oh my god, thank God we have a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I completely forgot my point. Uh, oh, Annie, coming back around. Yeah. So. Uh, when we were going through the serve the patient, educate the caregiver process of building that out, um, a part of that was it was right after we started doing the podcast. And when we were talking about the core values, one of the things that actually came up um, naturally, like in conversation that I was like, hey, I'm really glad we recorded that was um, actually the... I, it was the first time I had heard it. I don't know if it's the first time you had the thought, but it was the inclusion of the caregiver in the care team. Mm -hmm. And then we really mm -hmm. expounded that out within educate the caregiver it, because to educate, you also have to convey the core values of the company to that person. Right. You have to trust that person. You have to respect that person. Yeah. You have to, yeah. you know, you seek to unify with them and ultimately be accountable if they, you know, bring something back to you. Right. Right. And, and that's that um, it's, you know, we had just, you had just hit on it is like, you just trust the fact that they're there for the right reason. Right. Uh, and, and that's the thing that I think is missing in those, those posts and all that is like there, you know, if you're shit posting about a, a client or a caregiver, yeah. like, it's all out the window. Yeah. And, and that's that goes to bigger cultural yeah. issues of the Us complete, them, well, the complete misconstruction of accountability and what it is because the only way that those people know how to hold people accountable is by shit posting about them on yep. Facebook because yeah. that's the only power that they can find yeah. because they don't have a stage to actually do it right. Yeah. right. And it's like... Well, actually, and in, in just to segue just a small amount, that's when we get, when people are like, I'm going to sue you. Like, it's the same yeah. thing where yeah. they're like, that's the only power they think yeah. they have in mm. that particular dynamic. When what, and again, I'm not anticipating everyone to understand this, but we actually do legitimately have caregivers because we, all of our complaints are written. So it's if you call us up and like, it's like, okay, well, no, I definitely respect you have concerns. I need you to write those concerns down and send them to us. It's like, ah, fuck you. And then they hang up the phone and it's like, <laughs> whatever, yeah. you right, know, right. but there, we do have caregivers that actually have very well constructed, mm -hmm. like critical type letters where they're like, yep. you know what? I know you guys are there to help. It's after hours. It's a stressful setting. Like I understand all of one, two, three, four. And like, we're more than willing to blank, 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 blank. And they're like, but actually on this one thing, I really didn't like, like, right. yep. and I'm like, uh, how can I help you? 
You know, right. so there are times right. where you have people that field complaints in a very professional setting, mm-hmm. right. but everybody has that power. That's and that you need some of that too, because it's yes. like, how else are we supposed to know to enforce? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Now, if you get like a ton of like angry complaints the same way, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, you're exactly right. So actually, those people, a lot of the times, I, you know, at least in some regard in a professional sense, I do thank them. Right. You know, I'm like, I really appreciate the feedback and, you know, this and this and, you know, what can we do to, you know, make this right? or whatever um and that's why you do it in a way that's uh you know very respectable so you're not you know in, in some of those circumstances what we identify is there actually isn't a medical problem you know it's all communication or there's some kind of like soft skill that was lost or whatever and like we have uh, you know, like professional service, you know, I just, you know, give them 10%, give them 25%, you know, whatever. And like, people are super happy with that. But also I'm super happy because we got, we really honestly received feedback from a constructive caregiver where they're like, this really just didn't go well. Right, um, right. And that's actually kind of what were our PAW clients for a period of time is those people who were dedicated as PAW clients. They weren't wellness clients. Most of the PAW clients, like, uh, you know, Wendy Bauer, you know, yeah. some of those, it's like, yeah. you know, they were just these people who like are super cool and like, we're cool with them. They're cool with us. And they're like, but actually this thing isn't working anymore yeah. cool thank you for letting me know yep. you know it's like you know and then we do things we write off the stuff at the end of the year and all that kind of stuff you know just yeah. be like you know cool things right, um, yeah. you know but so but then the other side of the coin is like we talk about power so it's like the you know how, what can i do right then to like really just i'm gonna sue you and it's just like do you have any idea if you can actually construct this in a way in which we can improve our process? We're actually more than willing to <laughs> like shell out, you know, money. Just well, rah, right. But, it, you but know. I, I, you're essentially buying growth. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, so it's someone you're extending the opportunity to collaborate. Yeah. So if we really want to embrace the idea of a caregiver and say the caregiver is part of our team to yep. manage this patient, then we should also be extending the full extent of our accountability profile right. and creating accountability be like cool if you're cool just let us know let's collaborate how can we make this better i understand that money's going to grease the wheels whatever i don't care like yeah cool what's that feedback mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's a lot of those words just like so you think at that time your only power you have is to shit post online right. like maybe your power at that time is like how could i have served better how could i have educated better you know like where did this conflict actually come from also btw uh you made a uh, post on the PAW Facebook page about all of our positive Google reviews. Yes. I did. And I didn't want to shit on it, but I was going to make a post. I was honestly waiting for no, you No, I, listen, I know you were. You could probably feel it through the internet, but like I was, I was telling Katie, I'm like, I have to let it go. I have to let it go. But I was going to make a post on there about be like, find one of those negative ones. Just post a negative one. Yeah, post a negative one because guess what? It's going to be that asshole Riolo. You know, like, right. you know, I'm like, I just, I'm like, I'm like, everyone has all these positives. Ben, can you sift through and find a negative Riolo? <laughs> one like <laughs> we're 4.1 stars let me find those 0. 0.9 right <laughs> so yeah. like every t- number one it wouldn't be that hard i just yeah. have to go back oh, a God. few years no for oh. me because oh. there was there was definitely uh an yeah. era oh. of real yeah. getting shit on yeah uh, there, yeah there's a whole period of time oh. where i'm just like online ratings are terrible and then actually what i learned was online ratings that was one of impact. your dumpy ideas by the way five stars or five percent yeah and yeah i don't i don't i didn't forget that one yeah you want to hear about that idea carlo walks into a strategic planning meeting one day yeah. and he was like we're gonna pay people for five star reviews yeah that's basically the summary of the idea and i was like hey wow. carlo that's a bad idea we sh- you shouldn't do that and then three to five months later, he finally let it go. Wow. Like, that was a bad idea. <laughs> or did he? <you? laughs> Listen, yeah. I was fine with it. 
I'm fine. I'm still fine with this. Hey, it's fine. No problem. Well, now we actually, but now we just pay Wompley, and that's fine. Right. Yeah. Right. Which, yeah. They give us good reviews. Yeah. Well, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sort they of. just doesn't matter. Facilitate yeah. it. Yeah. It's positive reviews. Yeah. We're just fishing for them. There's a difference. Right. right. That was my idea. Got to cast good bait. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. The negative ones to me too, like what we say to like people bashing and stuff. And yeah. we talked about before, like having your emotional response, like caregivers are allowed to have that too, but there's they still are. that extent of that emotional response should not be, I'm going to sue you. You're terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. that to me is just being selfish. Like if you really want to help the next person and yeah. you really think something could be better in our process, then yeah. go through that point of, of yeah. writing us and letting us know, like, that's why everything else is just trash. Like, yeah. you can't do anything with yeah. it. It is. And, like, you know, I think that's part of with me kind of coaching Janessa in that medical general's role because she handles a lot of the reactive case reviews currently is, like, sometimes we'll get, like, two-page written responses and, like, there's 90% of it is the emotional response. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where it's, like, sometimes they just need to get it out. And at the end of it, it's kind of like, but what are they actually, like, asking yeah. for? Right. You know, and, like... You know, you try not to pay out emotional response. And I mean, we, we, you know, that's where for me, like I die on principle, you know, mm -hmm. like for me it's, and sometimes, you know, so they write this really long review and sometimes I'll just kick out a professional, you know, refund back to them. Cause I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. They're asking for $30. I don't care, you know, but you know, it's uh, it is, it is, it's, it's a very interesting process to go through that reactive review with a lot of caregivers. Cause they, you know, they try to throw their weight different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, but, and this is all kind of stemming from kind of our pitch point of just saying like, you know, if you were going to receive negative reviews, we would tell you right. if there was something to grow from it. And um, that's, I think kind of where, uh, and I'm only going to say it. I, I think it's great there to have positive reviews, to post it on Facebook <laughs> and remind everybody why, we have those there. It's not, I'm not, I'm, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> for me personally, uh, and we've talked about this at podcast before, um, I don't go either way. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I don't seek validation. Uh, yeah. and I also don't receive criticism. Yeah. So for me, it's, I know as long as I serve the patient, educate the caregiver to my standard, which my standard is very, very high for myself. Yeah. I don't actually care whether I get negative or positive reviews, yeah. but I knew what Ben was doing and I'm fine with it. Well, I'm not opposed to and it. And I prefaced it. I saw it. I read it in there. I read it in there. And it's not a problem. And that's why I didn't write anything. That's why I didn't write anything. I haven't done that in months. I, I appreciated it, Ben. And that's why that's why <laughs> right. I didn't say anything. And that, I was like, we don't need me shitting on this positivity. <laughs> right. I'm like, that's right. not what we need right now. Like, Carla just being an asshole <laughs> about, like, a, some positive Facebook reviews. Don't care about what they say. Well, right. sometimes you actually kind of need right. it. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Well, right, It's it, warm fuzzies, you know? Right. right. It's, yeah. it's not that it, you're not going to dictate your behavior. Yeah as a veterinarian based on a positive or a negative review. That's right. the point. But yes. sometimes it's really nice to be thanked. Yeah. That's right. true. Honestly, yeah. yeah. It it hits a lot like more, I feel like, just when even caregivers at the end of like a consultation are like, yeah. thank yeah. you. I've actually gotten a lot like recently too, just people thanking us for being here. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. being 24 yeah, being hours. Open. Like right. just being yeah. open and available. It's like, the COVID stuff. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just uh, right. It's also the fact that we're here 24 hours a day, yes. seven days a week, well, and 365 days a it's year. It's more of that than the yes. COVID thing. Right. right. The COVID thing accelerated it a little the bit. The appreciation. The appreciation yeah. For yeah. Be because of, but, it, but not because of anything that we did. It besides just maintained. Right. It's like, hey, like, 
we got to make certain, you know, yeah. restrictions and that sort of stuff. But overall, yeah. we're still, the fundamentals are the same. We're still here, serve the patient, educate the caregiver. Just because we have to do it over the phone doesn't change what's actually happening versus, oh, well, I can't get into my primary event for six weeks. Right. Because they can only see eight things a day. Right. 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 Because of COVID protocols. They completely changed everything. And just the juxtaposition yeah. of those two things has yeah. created an acceleration in gratitude. Yeah. 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 And I still say that uh, closing the lobby made us way faster. Not, yes. Not on the CSS side. Because no. the phone sucks yes. CSS, on the CSS yes, side. Yes. We're, we are open hire for CSS currently. Yeah. So we are Please come on. Massive, <laughs> right? massive hiring. I think we've had already... Two and we got another five working interviews, yeah. so we just open the floodgates nice. on CSS. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so yeah. I guess that's kind of the other thing um, is now in kind of a in a current to slash post COVID world. Yep. Um, how about like validation of process? So can can you uh, at least your perspective? Uh, yeah, because again, you kind of had varying experiences, um, also in university, but really honestly coming into practice like right when COVID hit. Uh, you're, I don't know that you're going to have a ton of like perspective in that capacity, mm -hmm. but like uh, either communicating with other classmates or online forums or whatever it is, like how, how do you think our process to sort of what has been existing in tradition or sort of on the corporate side as well, uh, what's your perspective? I mean, obviously we're the best, but right. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess, I guess, can you attest to that? Like, you know, the fact that we went curbside and like almost nobody noticed. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, you guys already had it in place to patient separation, patient separation yes. which yeah. is the biggest thing with COVID. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're, we're already set up on, for it, which right. is nice. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's actually, I even mean, will pause there in saying, what's your thoughts on patient separation? I love it. 100% <laughs> love it. Couldn't imagine for any other way. Right. <laughs> Especially for coming out of vet school. Yes. Mm -hmm. Being able to do a physical exam. Yeah. And then call over somebody else to be like, hey, look at this, or I'm going to go look this up in a book, and then I'm going to come back and relook at it, just yep. to have that without the caregiver like looking at you being like, well, what did you find? Yeah. Right, right, Trying right. to talk like, to you. They want time. the magic. They want right. the magic. They and want it, you to put their your uh, uh, James Elliott hands on these animals and tell you what's wrong right. with it. Right. And sometimes you can, but like especially coming out of school, you're like this. It's the same thing, like good or bad, or like yeah. normal, abnormal. And you're like that doesn't look right, but like yeah, you know, and you got to make a phone call. You know, like it, I saw this thing. I got to call somebody about just right. what did I just see? Yeah. Right. Here, let me text you a picture of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have that time to actually like learn. And yeah. right, do it right. Like you're yeah. not making something off the spot because the caregiver is there, or like <laughs> right. yeah. you're not missing something yeah. because you didn't take the time to yeah. like yeah. find a different answer. So that's a different stage that we don't make you act on. Right. Because yeah. going off of that, right. I actually recently had an encounter with a vet who's been out like just a year longer than me. Sure. And, and I don't even know how it came up, but she was like, yeah, she's like, I'll be in there because they're when it wasn't curbside when she was doing exams in the room, yeah. you know, with the caregivers and, and she didn't know something. She would like be like kind of make something up to be like, I have yeah. to leave the room yes, to yes. then do something in the back to ask uh, someone a question. Ari Jukowitz actually at our graduation gave us like some things to say. I of course skipped it, uh. but like a lot of our <laughs> classmates, like, no, they talked about what he said. Um, right. But, uh, which also Ari, I love that guy, but anyway, and yes. Laura Howell, but anyway, so the, but yes, yes, you have to make these things up because you have to maintain this perspective of like, well, I'm the doctor and but I know I everything. Know I have to know everything. Yeah. Not I 
would I would be so terrible at that. I'd be like, I I'm really have liar. to go to the yeah. bathroom yeah, right, right now. Right. Yeah. Like, not in a good way. Yeah. No. It would just be uh, such a, like yeah. an extra stressor that we don't have to have. If right. 30 it's appointments nice. per day, you're saying you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would be a whole thing. But it also it kind of goes back to, to like just being, I think, more efficient because like you're you're examining them, you talk to the caregivers, and you're like, all right, well, now I have to leave yeah. talking to you to go do the thing to yeah. then come back and talk. So then it's like you can actually see another patient or something in yeah. the meantime, and yeah. you're yeah. continuing yeah. to keep moving. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and and I mean, honestly, so that was a heel I dug in first year out of veterinary school. So I, when I went into the first uh, emergency practice, which was my first job, was working after hours. Um, I actually, there, see, I've fortunately always worked in a clinic where I was stronger than the office manager. So like, I never followed any policy. I followed my own, like I, I, I followed my own drumbeat essentially. Mm-hmm. So my first job is like, they were like, well, we examine patients in the room. I was like, I fucking don't. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, when I was in school, we had like other vet students or veterinary, well at that time technicians, but veterinary nurses who would restrain for us. I'm like, who's gonna restrain in the room? They're like, well, nobody. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking doing it. Like we're gonna, rest- right. we're gonna do everything in back. And it was an ER clinic. So we would have patients coming and going and there'd be somebody in the lobby. This I was first year out of vet school. I wasn't even a year out of vet school. I was out a couple of months. And they're like, well, they don't want to release their patient to be evaluated. I'm like, then they can go somewhere else. Right. Like, that was it. Right. That was the option. Either you're bringing your patient in back for me to evaluate where I have a certified technician or I have, you know, trained medical staff who knows how to restrain so I can be safe. Because right. if these hands get bit, my face gets bit. Well, like And the caregiver. Correct. Right. Like, everyone involved. Yeah, everybody. Everyone. Yeah. 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 How about like, um, uh, and I guess it would be a little bit, oh, your experience would be in vet school because you never would have experienced it here. But um, how about like patient demeanor? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, because I feel like we've talked about this too. Like we just have such a large influx of patients. Like what are, are they all going to be sitting in the lobby with their yes. dogs? Yes. Right. And then you have like, and the cats. Yes. Like, they're going to be, I don't know. Yeah. People definitely think their animals going to be stressed without them. Quite frankly, I feel like they're going to be stressed no matter what. Correct. They're just in a different building. Things yeah. are going to smell no matter where they are. Correct. Oh, right? you're it's, talking about feeling stuff. Yep. Yeah, or, yeah, I mean, or feeling, even, yeah. even dogs, like, it's just a different environment, yeah. and you have all these other animals yeah. together. It's just loud and noisy. Like yeah. when, I, when I came up here, that was that. We had patients yeah. in the lobby having seizures Ooh. in front yeah. of caregivers in the freaking lobby. Just riding yeah. it out. You're riding it out. And it's like we had patients dying in the lobby. Yeah. You know, and it's like. And that, in and that, that lobby, that lobby, right, where everybody sees it, right. There's no hundred around people. It. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yep. Um, and that's where because I had when I had moved up here because I was doing that in Michigan. I was patient separation. I came up here, but we don't have patient separation. And then it was like three weeks. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. You know, I was like, yeah. I don't give a shit how the other veterinarians <laughs> run their shifts, but when I'm working here, is patient separation because yeah. of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's insane. But I mean, yeah, I don't really see a change in their like stress levels yeah. right. speak. like if they're going to yeah. be stressed out in the back they're probably going to be stressed out in the lobby with the caregiver yeah and yeah. the in and outs of me yep. and technicians mm-hmm. either yep. continuing to separate them like if we need to right. pull them back to then yeah. draw blood to then put them back with their caregiver that's the worst then to yeah. go back to take yes. x-rays like 
Yeah. That's right. a toll. Yeah. Cause I've that. done, I've done work at relief, um, back, you know, when I was, uh, just side cash or whatever. And that was like, I would go into the practices and it would be like, we're in the room going back for x-rays, come back in the room, right. going back for blood work, come back in the room, hmm. going back for vaccines, come back in the room. And I'm like, guess what? It hates yeah. all of that. Right. Yes. Let's do it five times. Yeah. Can we do it once? <laughs> Can we yeah. do it once? Right. You know, you know, yeah. And even to the patients like feeding off of the caregiver's oh, emotions, yeah. like that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Where the caregiver yeah. thinks the patient will be worse without them, yeah. but it's actually the opposite. Yeah. Like they're feeding off of you. You're yeah. being stressed with them being here, mm -hmm. but really when they're in the back and maybe there's a little bit of fear into them, but sometimes that's good because yeah. it's more like it's fear. Like they're just, just going to just, stay, yeah, there just a second. stay. We yeah. do our stuff and that's it. Like yeah. to me that helps. Well, and that's, I think actually a really good point because like we actually are minimalists. You know, right. I mean, like we actually only respond to what the patient requires. Like it's not like, and I think that's when we talk about, you know, caregivers perception of care because it like super like rarely, like maybe like three, four a year of our thousands of cases, everyone's like, oh, what were you doing back there? Like that doesn't happen all that often. But yeah. like generally speaking, we're in and we're out. Yeah. Like, there's not, like, this prolonged process where, you know, like, I mean, how many right. patients have we done conservative physical exams on? Right. You know, where it's just yeah. like, I'm not going to muscle down this cat just so I can listen to its heart and feel its belly. Right. I'm going to consult with a caregiver from a consent standpoint, yeah. and I'm going to be like, oh, hey... I don't want to stress your cat out more than I have to. We have IM sedation. Right. Otherwise, if you're not consenting to IM sedation, clinical medicine, right. I have these drugs I can send you with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. End of story. Why am I stressing this patient out more than I need to? Right. You know, rather than, and that's where, and I don't want to catch a lot of flack for it because I know there's, you know, uh, low restraint practices or, you know, uh, fear free and so on and so forth, which again, uh, teach their own. I mean, that's as far as I'm concerned, that's kind of a niche market. Um, but, for what we do, because I mean, honestly, I, obviously I value your guys' opinion on a lot of stuff, but like, like really for what we do, if you look at kind of the fear-free stuff, like, I mean, how far off are we right. from... Not, far. not very. <sighs> like, yeah, if it's too stressful, like you said, we're going to sedate. Yeah, right. Or, you know, some are like, hey, less is more. Like, we read less the patient, is less yeah. is more. Right. Like, yeah. let's do that. What is... Yeah. For yeah. the safety of the patient or yeah. staff. Yeah, if we got dog fight wounds and this dog's freaking out and I'm like... Like, well, I'm yep, gonna probably need to sedate anyway, so <laughs> right, right, let's, right let's just do that and be done with it. Yeah, well, yeah. There, well, and there's something to be said about the patient separation process that allows that to happen too, right? Because yeah. if neutral setting, yeah. Well, if you well, if you have a patient that is fractious to the point that you have to do that, if you were to have to do that in front of a caregiver and you did a physical exam that took eight seconds. Like there's, right. a, it's harder to right. justify that response yeah. to that person yeah. as they see you not work hard on their patient. Correct. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the, from Caroline's thing, the yeah. trade. Yeah. So yeah. that's what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. The, going to farms and stuff, you yeah. have to perform the trade to show your value. Right. And like, I mean, truthfully, how long are my physicals? Not long. Yeah, much. right. Yeah. Right. Not long. Uh -uh. You know, and a lot of mine are directed towards presenting complaint because that's what a lot of our patients are. But like, there's also a lot of subtlety in what I've developed over the last 15 years. You know, we talked about otoscopes. You know, I mean, there's different ways I've trained my fingers and, you know, there's different ways we perform physicals. But like you do that in front of the uh, caregiver. It's like, well, we have to have like this thing and look inside of this thing and have yep. this thing. And I need a full yeah. physical exam. Yeah. yeah. I'm, right. I'm used to my my vet prying my dog's mouth open, you know, and it's just like, well, yeah, but it's here for anal gland abscess. We're at the wrong end of the track. <laughs> like, you know, like right. I don't need to check out its tonsils if I'm checking out its tonsils. tonsils. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So. Uh, have you guys? Uh, I, I'm assuming that you have, but in, in, on a limited basis. But like, had that experience of seeing a patient go from like a canine patient almost every time because cats are all in carriers or whatever. But, yeah. Um, they walk in the door and they're nutso. Like they're just hopping all over the place, and then those doors close and they're just yep a completely different animal. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. my or, I mean, favorite yeah, sometimes thing. Sometimes you just like let them sit in like a bay for like. A five minute, minute yeah. like a minute yeah, yeah. Five minutes, like we're like okay and yeah. Then, yeah yeah so oh, that yeah, was absolutely. uh so working up front that's that was like my favorite thing to do is explain to people how their lab who's it's the nicest yeah. dog yeah. that walks in the door he just wants to be jolly with everybody as and but he doesn't want to leave mom right. and then as soon as those doors close he's like oh mom's gone i'm right. just gonna walk with you now right. Yeah. Right. and it's and it's like he does it, they don't even know that you're there anymore right and, and like I honestly would say that in a 12-hour shift at least 25 times. Yeah. It was a get, like every time a dog would come in, because yeah. it would, it, we'd just sit there and be like, all right, well, let's coax it to the door and the doors close, yep. and then we're fine. Yep. Right. It, it, yeah. It's like you think, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I think, you know, when you were talking about the in and out, the in and out, the in and out, yeah. the stressful part in that is just the act of separating. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's not right. the physical presence. It's just that, that oh, absolutely. that's the act of separating yeah. that sucks so the the, the limited Hesitation, number of times that yeah. you can do that the better it is for the patient yeah um and, and so yeah doing it once although it is sometimes an arduous effort yeah. there's literally only been two times in the almost now two years that i've worked here that we've ever had to be like well there's there's literally nothing we can do with this yeah. patient and we've seen how many patients in yeah. the last two years yeah 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 it's few a lot between yeah yeah <laughs> It's, it's pretty neat how it works. I, I, I honestly, like, because, again, I have no background in education in this yeah. world. I would have never thought that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, boy, does it work. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah it's substantially different. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, patient separation and process and all those things that is PAW, I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we've been able to set the stage. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like we've had this conversation too about like how like we've actually become somehow faster with COVID. Like, <laughs> yes, right. Which, yes, yeah, which is insane to consider because everyone yeah. else has become less efficient. Yeah. You know, and uh, so actually, part of one of my tasks here coming towards the end of the month is to kind of revamp all of our triage stuff, at least as far as clarity, not the process, but more of like how we train it and being clear and mm -hmm. replicating it and so on and so forth. But like when we did, um, it was a diverse, it was a diversification of practice. I don't know. We had done some, we had done some stuff with HESCA and one of them was uh, actually talking about um, yeah. revenue diversification, revenue diversification. Uh, but it was about, again, triage and kind of the way in which we practice is that it's like we were probably one of the few practices that have become faster you know yep. for the referral for the referral uh, uh businesses that are in and around our general district which is still 150 miles um is that you know when they were at eight and 12 hour wait times we were still under three <laughs> did you guys ever hear the we had one caregiver that was they were driving up this way from oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. indiana it was milwaukee yeah well they but they were driving through milwaukee yeah. and there's okay. something going on with their dog i don't remember what it was it wasn't yeah. great but um they called a clinic in oak creek which is just north of milwaukee and um they said well yeah you can come in but we have a 12 hour wait 
and um, she was driving up to like Grandin or somewhere north West of here. Area. So she was like, well, I'm in northern Chicago, and that sucks. So I'm going to call the next place. And then I think she called Appleton, yep. and then they were at like 10. Yeah, 8 to 10. Yeah. And then she called us. I was like, yeah, we're at like two and a half. It's kind of long, but, you yeah, know, yeah. she's like, well, those other people are at at least 12. Wow. I'm like, yeah, you could drive here and drive back there <laughs> and get to your destination in a more efficient way. Yeah, that was that was um, wow. probably late July. Yeah, I was going to say. It was, it was, yeah, it was just summer. right in the guts of just going, uh, uh, you know, just balls to the walls. Yeah. And um, and that actually happened a bunch of times because we had one that I can recall. Um, uh, it was. Well, we had, we had a lot of actually clinics uh, not in our referring district yeah. actually contact us to say, can we send emergencies yep. your way? Because yep. even if it's a two-hour drive for our clientele, yep. you're like, I mean, what is our average wait time? Three three hours, yeah. four yeah. hours. Average? Like, yeah. Like no way. Month. It's way less. Than well, I would that. say yeah. average is probably less, but like, like the two, most yeah, we get to, two. like we might be getting up to like five. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think yeah. that that's the most I've ever heard. Yeah. Like five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I know. I know the the one the the bear dog weekend <laughs> that I didn't work. It was longer Christ. than that, but um, <laughs> yeah. There's, that's always that one weekend. Yeah. We just know it's going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that 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 was when. Um, uh, Appleton started to transition out. Yeah. And we had calls from um, around the Appleton area from like four different clinics all in the same weekend of like, hey, can we send you guys stuff? Because they're sending us all to Green Bay and Green Bay's not taking cases anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then like a week after that, um, right around um, the Minneapolis riots, um, Eau Claire and La Crosse, they both like, shut the city down so we were getting a bunch of clients from over that way so we at that point you're talking about a 200 plus mile circle yeah. around the entire state whenever i talk to some of my, the friends or family that i have in michigan it's like yeah. having an er in lansing serving detroit <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. where it's like that's insane right you know being in grand rapids and like serving traverse city what like wow. yeah, yeah, that's that's our that was our territory last year that you guys may or may not have uh, known. Uh-huh. Makes a little sense. That makes, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Gosh, yeah. I never want to hear people complaining about those wait times yeah, then again. Right. I'm not yeah. hearing well, it. Well, in that, but but you can also use that as a resource, right? Yeah. So Very like true. I've I've done that a bunch of times where uh, I remember there was one. Um, it was when we were at the old clinic. I think it was right around the beginning of the first time I was over there. And uh, we had a gal. She was when that veterinarian came down and she was like, I worked way too long the last three days to do this surgery on this patient. So she drove down from like Ironwood, some ridiculous <sighs> amount of distance um, in, in the middle of the night to to come to the clinic. And, you know, yeah, everything went I fine. Wow. That. Yeah. But the same night we had a gal that uh, it was a. Um, it was a Great Dane C-section, the one that the the one that got jammed up. I don't know if you that one. I definitely remember because that lady was yes. She was difficult to communicate with. 
<clears throat> and uh, same thing happening at the same time. And the cool part about the old building and the fact that that waiting room was so small is like it it compelled everybody to talk to each other. Yeah. And although you know C sections generally speaking, um, those caregivers in my experience walk in with a, a higher expectation of urgency yeah. than is necess- like I think is, is realized in yeah. the in the in the treatment area. And um, she walked out of her consultation kind of pissed off because like things have just it was slower than what she was hoping for. Yeah, and that they want to ga- come in and have a C-section as soon as they sign the paper. Right, okay. right. Yeah. And and that gal comes in having dro- driven three and a half hours for, and she was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> like, she, I, I didn't have to say anything. It, she, it just completely humbled her. And now, like, um, you know, you had talked about that, or uh, it was when we moved uh, the CSS window out of that bay yeah. and into that cl- into the closet, essentially, is the reason that that happened was because, well, now caregivers just have to talk to each other right. because yeah, I'm behind smart. this wall. Yeah, That's and actually part of how we design the building um, yep. is that I had told the architect as I was like, I want you to force people to be in a small area with one another. Um, and it's a very small, well, I mean, obviously we have grand it's, ceilings. It's larger yeah, than it was. Yeah, it's larger than it was. I was like, but we want to have the small clinic feel um, so that you have that sort of just like, you know, uh, shared experiences and people are allowed to talk and just understand what everyone's there for and everyone's kind of there suffering for their own reason or what have you. Um, but then I was told him, I said, on the other side of the triage doors, I'm like, we got fucking work to do. Yeah. You know, I was like, so keep everything in the front end small. And it was actually because of that. Cause yep. it was like, it's, the more you can get people talking, it's the reason why now with COVID you can't see that, but it's the reason why we send people out of rooms. Yeah. Send them back to the lobby. Send them back to the lobby. Uh, right. Send them back to the lobby. Because right. sitting in a room, it's way longer. Yep. But if you can at least have your conversation and have your shared experience with people in the lobby, it's a, it's a, it's it, it. The majority of the time, it works to our benefit to have them talk. Now, sometimes right. you'll have the crazies <laughs> yes. that they definitely derail that entire dynamic and. That yes. then you have where one person riles up the entire lobby. That was right. Fourth of July weekend. Uh, <laughs> yes, I remember it happened at least once this summer where it was just like, ah, oh, bro. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. That was fun. So, but, uh, but again, so unnecessary conflict and inefficient mm-hmm. process. COVID's made us faster. Yeah. yeah. You know, a little bad thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, yeah, I think we can call this one good as. The, uh, the room's it. getting a little warm. It's warm. It's, it's a little, yeah, it's it's a little warm. warmer. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's yeah. A lot of good talk points. But uh, honestly, I mean, concluding thoughts. Uh, yeah. You guys didn't call. <laughs> it's gonna end with that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, that's that's pretty much the end of it. Is that so the full send? That's that's the full send. <laughs> oh, yes, boy. That's the full send. <laughs> so, okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another podcast. We'll catch you next week. Yeah.